Wake, wake, wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Thursday, eh, you know, let's say happy Thursday, January 7th of 2021. Good old Rob's going to be in here later on this morning, hopefully. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming I think he, he said he would. 10 minutes left in the show. We'll yeah. probably pop in. This guy's got a, this guy's the afternoon stud. He gets things going. He does a ton behind the scenes here at the station. He's the guy that gets you home every day. He had fun coming on yesterday. I love me some Rob. He's mm-hmm. a great guy. And uh, so, Rob, it'll be sunny when you're driving home with Rob. Tomorrow, partly cloudy. High of 31. No snow this weekend. Sunny Saturday and uh, cloudy Sunday. So that kind of sounds like it's cloudy before your work week starts next week. Uh, got a ton to do today. And uh, obviously, it's going to be about our uh, beloved Connie. Uh, Connie and Case. Now, we w- realized yesterday, not all of you know, uh, because uh, we had a member of the Click 6 call yesterday. And uh, she had heard about it when we just talked about it at the beginning of the show. Oh, yeah. Connie of Connie and Fish, Connie of Connie and Dan, Connie Kelly, uh, my friend and air partner, uh, friend of over 25 years, air partner of, I don't know what it worked out to, about 17 or 18 years, something like that. Actually, that's probably right, 18 years. Uh, She uh, passed away Monday, and uh, we miss her, and we love her, and we have been honoring, honoring her. She lost her battle with cancer. On Monday, but she fought like a son of a gun. She did. And she's she... always a fighter, but cancer's like you said it yesterday. Cancer's a bitch. It is. I'm it's just e- gonna say it. it's, it's easier, a bitch. It's easier for women to say that word though. So when I said <laughs> it, I was like, eee, I hope I don't offend. But, but it's true. That's how everyone yeah. feels. It is. It is. And and one of the things we do, by the way, this time tomorrow, we're going to be starting a four-hour dance party in honor of Connie. Fish, I'm so excited for this. Oh, me too. And Mel, uh, our traffic genius, has set it up. Traffic is the person that does not what Steve does with cars, but commercials, Mm -hmm. has set it up. So in the 9 o'clock hour tomorrow, it's going to be commercial-free. Oh, wow. So we're going to do four-hour dance party and a solid hour straight dance party. So if you, anyone of the Click of Six, has a request or a song you would like to hear for tomorrow for our four-hour dance party, you can message in or call in with a song. Yeah, 6 957 Remember that number because we want you to call in today. 6 957 the app. A free download, Mix 957. Uh, it's a uh, Mix 957 Grand Rapids in your app store. It's free download, and of course, Mix957GR.com. I know that's a lot, but Mix957GR.com has a tribute to our Connie. Uh, we'd love you to call six triple zero ninety five seven. We'd love you to call uh, so we can talk to you about stories where Connie may have impacted your life uh, with something she said, or maybe just a laugh when you were having a bad day. 
or anything you want to say uh, about our friend Connie Kelly, who lost her battle with cancer on Monday at 2.18 in the afternoon. Connie, Connie and Fish. What did you add to your routine that has really improved your life? Good morning, guys. I'm Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Nicole. I get up a half hour early so I can sit and have a cup of coffee and watch the morning news. What are you doing watching the news when you should just be sitting with your pets on the couch drinking coffee, listening to Connie and Fish? We, we, oh, we're so newsy. We yeah. know news stuff here. Hold on. Let's check yeah. in with the newsroom with Connie. Hold we're on. really newsy. Here's Connie Kelly. Ooh, Macy's is having a sale today. With the Ooh. news. No, I lied. It's no. I thought it was Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're so newsy. Connie and Fish. On Mix 957. Uh I, I hope you're having a good day. We uh have had a hell of a week. Uh we lost Connie to cancer Monday. Uh I you know what's funny, Christine? We were uh, we're asking you to call in and or text. Uh, you can email, but We'd love it if you call the show and kind of tell some Connie stories. We're going to have uh, some more old interns and producers and bosses. I was like, no, bosses, you get to wait a couple days. Yeah. Uh, bosses are going to be on as well later. Uh, not all of them, but some of them. And some of them I actually texted mm-hmm. like an hour ago. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, hey, you know the way I work. So uh, uh-huh. I apologize for the late notice, but could you come on today and tell a Connie story? Were they um, awake? Or they haven't I haven't gotten a texted. reply okay. yet. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, our boss is ever awake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, uh, we, we've we had a heck of a week uh, here at the uh, station and, and uh, not just in, at the station in the community. Uh, I want to say, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I don't know if they're listening now, but uh, and we don't need to get into specifics as to who they are because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. We've had a, Steve had a lot of calls yesterday behind the scenes. Oh, okay. From local radio people. And uh, talking about their love of Connie and uh, that they've really enjoyed, not enjoyed the moment, but enjoyed the shows this week. And, and I want to say thank you. That uh, means a lot to us. That is yeah. cool. This has not been an easy week. Uh, Rob yesterday, our friend Rob that's going to be our coworker, Rob, uh, does a lot behind the scenes. Uh, I want to. I just keep saying that about Rob because he's more than just on air. Mm-hmm. And uh, our friend Rob yesterday was uh, looked at me. We were all talking uh, with uh, our web people and mm-hmm. everybody, uh, Wendy and... Uh, uh, Christine, Rob, and I were all talking, and he looked at me, Steve, and he goes, uh, and he's doing this fidgety thing. I think he just is a yep, fidgety that's guy. Yeah, Rob. he does. You know him well, uh-huh. but he's like weeble wobbling. Yes, oh my gosh, that's so funny. And he's like, hey, hey Fish, I was wondering. Yeah. Fish is wobbling yeah. right now, side to side. But he, he's like, I was wondering if you're okay. Like, and, But he was really uncomfortable asking me. He goes, are you okay? Because he thought I was going to like snap. Yeah. I could see it in his eyes. He's like, how do I ask this man if he's okay? And and, and uh, Dan and I got to, Connie's husband is Dan. And Dan and I got to hang out, Alicia, Dan, and I hung out yesterday for, uh, I think, six hours or, I don't even know. But uh, we got to hang out, and Dan asked me that, too. He's like, you know, enough about me. How are you doing? You know, it's funny. I, I think, uh, Steve and I think we're talking about this before the show today. Christine and I would have talked about it before the show, but she likes to show up just right at the beginning. Yep. Just to make an impact. <laughs> I think she likes to make it so we have that little bit of urine about to come out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I have a taste kind of like, oh, right into her. Oh, God. That's oh, what God. I do to all the boys. Yeah, it is. You're known for that. You're known for that. But it's, I think this for me, selfishly, uh, I threw myself into work this week. I could tell. Yeah, I've gotten 
limited sleep and whatever, but you know, when someone you love and you truly love this person, not like, damn, I liked them and they passed away, but you love, no, love. Yeah. this person and you were planning on spending the uh, rest of your career, well, her career, I was going to go a little bit longer. We had stra- We had mapped it all out. Yeah. Build small empire finally, like we always wanted to. She would get residual income, which is when you pay, you get paid for not doing anything. She would get residual income after she retired. We had it all mapped out. Yeah, which just and, goes uh, to show you uh, life sometimes has other plans. Yeah, like she didn't get to enjoy her retirement. She didn't get to fight with Dan that's, about buying an RV. That's the biggest thing that gets me. Yeah. I've said it so many times because I know Connie had a life after radio. She wanted yeah. to live with with Dan, and it breaks oh my, God, my heart yeah. every time thinking about it because she can't she's not gonna get that no you're right you know and, I mean, Connie's I, a beach person and like you know what's funny cool if, you'd, person if and... you'd said this a month ago a week ago a week ago I would have lied to you and I would have said you never know probably not but you never know right mm-hmm. I would have lied because I've been lying a little bit here and there and I don't want you to think that I'm a that he's deceiving you uh, that, well that I'm a, a bad person as far as the line like as we went through this we knew we hoped for March, April yeah. passing. We hoped. Uh, we there was a point at Thanksgiving where we didn't think she was going to see Christmas, but then she kind of had an uptick. Yeah, you know, and we hoped for that. But that was her and Dan's business. Yeah, and she didn't want to. The love you showed Connie could sometimes be, in a good way, overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And she felt guilty if she didn't reply to your messages. Mm-hmm. She felt actual guilt. So it was too much pressure for her. So she was like, Fish, can you just, she didn't say lie. She's like, can you just not share too much? And that's when Steve came up with his coined phrase of. It's still early in the treatment. Yeah. So we don't know. Yeah. And I thought, which I thought was brilliant. And I told Connie that. And she's like, you know what? That's the thing about Steve. But once a month. He has something good to say. He adds something to the show. You know, that's uh, why we keep you, Steve. Yeah. There's a guy named Rod uh, who went on a Connie and Fish trip, and uh, Steve got Rod. Come on, remember Hot Rod. Rod. Oh Jesus, Rod. (laughs) You're you're even air checking me this week. Uh, But Hot Rod uh, went on a Connie and Fish trip with us, and he got to know Steve well on that trip as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And actually, I believe something happened on that trip with you. Am I am I wrong here? No, you're not wrong. It's we're still not married though, but yeah, oh. Connie was holding the phone for me and she helped me. I emailed her a, a couple months, 3 months ago before that. We started planning this all out and she was real excited about doing it and I was real excited uh, to have her help me out to plan this and to, to plan what it went off really good and I still have that video I hear in the background laughing and I'm saving that for the rest of my life. To plan what, brother? What did you do? What she help you plan? She planned my um, engagement to my fiance. No way. Yeah. How did she yeah, do that? Yeah. She just told you, like, what to do or how to go about no, it? She, she helped uh, plan yeah, we decided place. to go to this uh, fancy restaurant, and we just said it was somebody's birthday instead, and they had balloons up and everything. We just planned this all out where, where we'd meet there, and she was going to take video of it. So when I... Uh, I, she said she was going to take a picture of us, so I got on my knees next to her, and we took a picture. And then all of a sudden, she turned around, and then I had the ring popped out at mm-hmm. her and proposed to her. And you could hear Connie smiling. You could see Connie smiling, but you could hear her laughing. Here you go. This is for you, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And the yeah. first time I met her, too, is when I emailed her one time because you guys had that Megan Trainer poster I wanted. So bad. <laughs> yeah, it was in my garage. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Do we still have that? No, he does. He does. Oh, yeah. Oh. I got that. Yeah, oh, so yeah. That's Rod, hilarious. Rod actually emailed her because I, uh, I actually got it to Rod. Uh, I wanted to keep it. Yeah, yeah I wanted to keep it. It was in my garage. And uh, yeah. I, what I did was, <clears throat> before I, got, I gave it to Rod, I set it in uh, where Alicia parks her car. Yeah. And I stood it right up there. <laughs> was she like so she pulled in and she saw a giant Megan trainer. It was a standee. It's not it even a poster. Was. It was a standee. It was like six foot tall or something. And the way she's standing. Yeah, with you her butt out. Yep, with yeah. her butt out. Exactly. Yeah, and that memory just came up on my Facebook like uh, three weeks ago. Oh, I was that's funny. Smiling, I did mine too. It. I still got that picture of you guys and me with Megan. And trainer out in the parking lot there it scores so, know yeah, this brother know this Save brother too. uh rod and uh, i know that we have to talk to uh, one of our former interns here in just a second but uh know this that uh she uh she loved you she got a great kick out of you and she absolutely loved helping you plan that uh moment with your uh you know soon to be wife and then soon to be ex-wife and uh she really loved doing that for you <laughs> yeah thanks um one thing I want to say is, before I leave, is you never know what the next day is going to bring. So mm-hmm. be happy, love, and forgive. And I'm going to marry her this year because she never know. And Rod, I was I'm a little sorry. scared to do it, but with Connie, it's I got to do it now because you never know if I'll make it the next day or not. Mm-hmm. And I've been married before, and I know that's how she was, too. She would, didn't really want to get married again yep. and stuff, and she was scared. And I was scared, too. And But now I just realize that it's just you never know. I mean, take my next breath. So I love gotta, that, brother. Rob, I love thank that. you for the COVID call. And stuff. We just got to get it done. Yeah, and thank you, brother. Yeah. And honest to God, I don't mean to cut you short because, uh, honest yeah. to God, the point that you made uh, is brilliant. Uh, she, uh, that's, if she could send a message on to anybody, it's like, if you want to do something, just do it. Don't wait to do it because she did have some regrets when she passed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she, uh, you know, I mean the, the impact that she's had on people, unfortunately the impact her cancer, Connie of Connie and fish passed away Monday at two eighteen in the afternoon. Uh, the impact that her cancer had on people isn't just people in the building. I know it's had a, a unique impact, uh, impact on Christine. So, uh, and I'm just going to, just, you know, Christine's very introspective, meaning you, Christine. You know, she's, uh, she's uh, 32, about to be a 33-year-old woman, and she's, uh, it's really made you just look at your life and yes. kind of clean out, like Connie had purged friends or whatever, clean out the bad and bring in the good. And, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, Connor was uh, our intern for quite some time, but uh, I actually... Connor is on the phone with us right now. And Connor, you were an intern before I got back together with Connie. I remember meeting you. Uh, I was like, oh, my God. Uh, is this like a fifth grade field trip or something? This guy's like four foot two. Did you hit puberty yeah, yet? I was, yeah. Uh, and he's uh, one of the hardest working, nicest kids. Uh, and you're a man. Uh, and uh, even nice. though you do look like a kid. Sorry. But you are a man. And uh, you're wasn't mis- Connor? I thought Connor was the product of you. It was supposed to be the product of it, you it and looks, Connie. It looks like Connie and I made yeah. a baby. That's what I thought when I met him. <laughs> yeah, I that's was like, not, that's dude, I'm like this is the Connor, you, right? You look like a Connie Fish baby. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it, you were you're just such a joy. And, and thank you for taking some time today to call in with a Connie story. I do think, and Steve mentioned to me 
you should talk a little bit about that email. Or Steve, do you do you want to just kind of wrap it up in the, or not wrap it up, but sum it up in thirty seconds or less? Yeah. So Connor, um, Connor's mom actually reached out to us, uh, me and Connie, about getting him to job shadow, and um, Connor sent me the the screenshot of the email that he they sent, and it was such a typical Connie response um, to the email because she basically was asking like, "Can you job shadow? Um, can you? Uh, my son's really into radio." And so Connie responds, uh, we don't let just anyone come in and do a job shadow during the show. However, maybe he'd like to do a little mini internship, maybe come in over the summer, uh, like a day a week or for a few weeks or something. And he could really see how things are done. Of course, he'd have to get through a super duper interview with Steve first, <laughs> which I don't that remember is, that interview 100%, but I bet it was super duper. That is a Connie response. Connor, I could see it. How you doing, brother? You know, Fish, it's it, it was definitely really hard to hear that news, you know, about Connie. Um, I'm doing better now, you know, today than... Gosh, wait! Today's Thursday. What did you mention it on Tuesday or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You know that that yeah. was a that was a really hard day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm doing better. You yeah. know, it was it's definitely sad. You know, something I you know I had a lot of friends reach out and you know something I mentioned to one of them was you know I really wanted to either you know come visit you guys or send you guys a picture. You know, I graduate in, in May and um, I really wanted to. God, that sucks. I mean, I'm not picking on you. That really sucks because Connie was so invested in your career. It would have been yeah. great for her to see. Mm-hmm. The, I would be a great. I, and I really believe this, Connor. I, uh, you're a really hard worker. You know your stuff. I wouldn't hire you, but somebody will. <laughs> no. Uh, honest to God, man. Honest to God. And if you ever need anything, and I'm not letting you go right away. I'm just saying if you ever need anything, just know that you can reach out to me and Steve and yeah, whatever definitely. you need. But uh, honest to God, you're. A, she would have loved to have seen where you've gone because she felt like a maternal thing with you. And, mm-hmm. and I know you felt, I'm assuming you felt that, Connor. Oh, yeah, definitely. So what's a memory or story that you want to share with us real quick about Connie? Uh, that really just kind of makes you smile or maybe some advice she gave you. Now, that would be great if you could think of one of those advice that she gave you that really just kind of sums up Connie. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was trying to think this through this morning just because there was so, you know, I interned with you guys for four years and there was just so many different things. But the, what really sticks out to me was the first time I met Connie. You know, we've been talking all week about, you know, her laugh. And I was interviewing with Steve, you know, in your little conference room. Yep. And I could hear Connie laughing down the hall. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, that was just, I was looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I guess, and I, I guess I had never really thought about, you know, her laugh before um, this week, but I was like, you know, yeah, that was the, the first thing I heard between either Connie or Fish. I was like, oh, yeah, that was her laugh, but I just... Connie was such a great person and Steve or Fish you talked about um how much of you know a you know the mother maternal thing like I definitely felt that and I'm I'm definitely gonna really miss Connie should have done anything for you brother and I mean that I'm not just saying that like you know sometimes you go oh she liked you and then you know you walk away from that person you're like she didn't really like him but I don't want to hurt his feelings you know like I mean people do do that when (laughs) someone passes away what's Connie gonna do prove me wrong right (laughs) 
Uh, but yeah. honest to God, she truly loved you. And I'm not just saying that. I really mean it. She truly loved you. Steve could confirm it. Yeah, Steve I mean, there was, there's pretty much like two types of interns. Uh, there's the ones that were forgettable, like Allie and Bronco and Cheyenne. She call it in later, Allie. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> you know. know. Allie's about to be a Mormon. <laughs> oh, yeah, she lives in Utah. She was messaging oh. me the other day. She's like, I'm almost a Mormon. She, she messaged me about Connie. And then there were interns like Connor who yeah. just stuck with us uh-huh. and, and, and just was, was a fantastic intern. And listen, Connor, was. we got you. If you need anything, radio's a tough gig. Are you still going to get into radio? Because that's how I want to wrap this up with your answer on that. I think that that's the plan is, you know, we'll see. It's like you said, it's a tough industry, but that's the plan. Okay. Well, I did see that Arby's is hiring, and I love Arby's, so maybe I'll, I'll see you there. Or I'll Rob see- could get you a job. He's the night yeah, manager, Rob remember? Is, yeah, our coworker Rob is the night manager at Arby's, so I'll either see you at Arby's or I'll see you across the board. All right, brother? All right. I'll supersize your curly fries. Yeah, you will. <laughs> hamburger, Thanks, hamburger. See you, Connor. Uh, I mean, it's funny. Now I'm getting hungry. You're going to get even more hungry. We're mm. going to have a conversation here in a second with a, uh, a beautiful southern bale by the name of pop tart okay and uh it's three three overweight people coming up with a nickname for a producer and you come up with <laughs> pop tart yeah what and, flavor uh, uh pop tart she would be that whatever flavor was it would be pure and beautiful because she's one of the sweetest women i've ever met <laughs> she's on next about connie 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 and fish i gave him a note do you want to bang me? Check yes or no. I did no. not write that. Oh, sorry. I invert words. Like Seriously. me. Seriously. The word bang isn't even in there. Do you like me? Check yes or no <laughs> box. Mm-hmm. I'm now returning the note as the man. Hold on. <laughs> I'm so nervous. I'm going to return the note. He's not nervous. She is. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'm the girl who wanted to ask the boy. Yeah, she's opening the note. I gave him a note that said, do you like me? Yes or no. There are boxes. And he checked. Yes, if you dropped your top and had a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> you better die. Connie and Fish. On Mix 95.7. Uh, we are about to take an adventure, and we are about to go uh, go on a, a little road trip together. Uh-huh. Uh, you, the click of six. Uh, but uh, first I want to point out, for those of you that may not have known uh, this, uh, Monday afternoon at 2.18 in the afternoon, our friend... Our coworker, uh, for some of us, our family members of the clique of six people that listen to the show. Maybe she feels like family to you. She's my family. She's my sister, right? Passed away. Connie passed away from cancer. Monday at 218. Connie and I, many, 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 many years ago. Uh, it was before the year 2000, I think. Uh, I'll be corrected in just a sec here. Uh, many years ago, got in our cars and accepted a job at a station Y101 in Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> so we go down to Jackson, Mississippi. Uh huh. And <laughs> straight up, when you fly into Jackson, Mississippi, it looks like Florida. And I'm not joking. Oh, really? It is beautiful there. It is wow. beautiful. So we were shocked because we were thinking, yeah, yeah, no, oh no, 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 bunch of farmland. <laughs> hey there, how you doing? Too, too. You know, no, yeah. no, no, not at all. And the women, Steve, oh, the women, <laughs> Steve, oh, the women, <laughs> the, are gorgeous. And we go into this building, 
And uh, there is this. Uh, most of them are there were in this building at the time. There were a lot of blonde. Uh, how do you say this, Christine? Uh, uh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, genetically nice. modified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was this woman uh, that walks up to us with dark hair and beautiful eyes. And she says, hi, y'all counting fish. How you doing? <laughs> My name's Tracy. It's nice to meet you, toot toot. And we became friends with her. Uh-huh. She became a part of our show. We all, I, she used to take wheat thins to chilies to dip in her thing because she was on a diet. Oh, that's hilarious. Connie and I were not on diets and were huge. Actually, what I want to mention, <laughs> Pop-Tart, <laughs> is that I remember Fish telling me his Jackson, Mississippi days, him and Connie, this is when they were sweaty people. Yes. <laughs> fat, sweaty people. Is that true? <laughs> Pop-Tart's on the phone. Everybody's fat and sweaty in Mississippi. (laughs) (laughs) My love, I I was so excited that you agreed to come on the air with us today to share stories of Connie because here's what ends up happening. We're in Jackson, Mississippi. Now, remember, our career was based on Connie's gut. So we're in Jackson, Mississippi, and we get flown out to Madison, Wisconsin. Because uh, the competition across the street from us in Jackson, Mississippi, wanted us to go elsewhere. It's a big yeah. company. Yeah. So they fly us out to Madison, Wisconsin, Connie and I. And we do the job interview. We end up taking the job, blah, blah, blah. And we, and we end up moving there. Well, we said we need it. We want a producer and we want to bring this woman with us. Mm-hmm. She's Southern. She's going to translate awesome. She's quirky. She's got a great personality. She wears stirrup pants all the time. <laughs> No. They're called leggings now, so they're a little more acceptable, but yes. Yeah, and Pop-Tart moved with us. And the reason I even said stirrup pants, Pop-Tart, go ahead and explain why I even said that. Well, the stirrup pants are, are an essential thing. Like I didn't seen them since the 80s, but mm-hmm. I will say when we moved to Wisconsin, they you could buy them new. Yeah. In the stores. Oh, yeah. really? Like new ones. Yeah, it really, it really bothered her. It what bothered is... me so much. Like purple ones. They weren't even black. <laughs> <laughs> what I loved, Pop Tart, is we would. I remember sitting in the studio, and I remember us, uh, you and I. I can see you to my left, and you saying. What the hell is up with these stirrup pants? <laughs> Honey, uh, you and I were talking off the air a little bit because you took a big gamble with Connie and I, and you would end up uh, living uh, and, and then eventually moving back to Jackson, Mississippi. But you would end up living in Wisconsin for, it was about two and a half? Or was it a... Yeah, it was it was somewhere around that. And I lived in Connie's basement, actually, on her couch. <laughs> so that just tells you a beginning of a broadcast career. That's what you do. Yeah. Uh-huh. We couldn't pay her a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she, but she, she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Pop Tart was, mm-hmm. and uh, Connie actually, you and Connie had a, a very close friendship, uh, almost like sisters. Yeah, we really did to the point where I would buy the stuff that she bought, and I would wear it first. And she's like, "Well, I can't wear those shoes now because you have them on every day." <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, she was the person that was always honest and did it in a loving way. I remember one day we got off the air one Friday, we got in her yellow Jeep and went up to the Wisconsin Dells and we had the conversation of, you need to stop dating him. He's bad for you. Huh. And, you know, <laughs> and she had a way of doing it that made you believe it and didn't hurt your feelings. I love that. you. I, the only reason I just laughed is because I know exactly who they were yeah. talking about. <laughs> And, and uh, she was right. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny? 
uh, because if I'm correct about who you're talking about, uh-huh. and this this part isn't funny, but he passed away about a year ago, and uh, yeah. and I swear, and he's a good man, uh, yeah. but I swear I could see Connie and him. Can I say his first name, or do you care? Do you even care? Yeah, no, okay. you can say it. It's fine. I could see Connie and Jonathan sitting in heaven, and he and she's like, "You weren't." <laughs> <laughs> I could see it, Pop Tart. I could see it. That's Connie's honesty right there. Yeah, Pop Tart's real name is Tracy, by the way. Tracy is yeah. a morning show DJ in Jackson, Mississippi. Now she is a co-host with this little fella named Nate. I don't know if he's yeah, in the room. Is he here, that short? Way, <laughs> I, got, yeah. I gotta tell you, the last time I stepped on a skill, I was not little. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this like about... Like I said, we're big and fat in Mississippi. I'm <laughs> we, know to, we know how to eat down here, Fish. You know that. I do. A hamburger. Now look, here's the deal with Nate. And Nate's the night guy at our station when Connie and I are there. I mean, this company, it's it's a company called Radio People. And uh, this company is a great company. And they, uh, they, they treat their people well. And Nate's a well, night- it's not that. It's just I, I somehow swindled my way into 25 years. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. 25 years, this guy. Now, he was a good-looking, uh, really good-looking night guy. No game. Just Wait, no game. Do you remember Nate? <laughs> <laughs> Nate, you know you're good-looking. You're a singer now, too, I see, right? Yeah. Uh, trying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we actually, uh, again, this is, uh, what's the name of your show now, guys? It's Nate and Tracy, but I, I don't it's know. It's Nate and Tracy, yeah, yeah. that's oh, it. Really? We're you real can't, creative. Can't yeah. give uh, Tracy billing. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? I hear that all the time. <laughs> Trying to start a fight. It just flows better. You know? yeah. yeah, sure. That's, we'll go with that. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe just one break today on your show in honor of Connie, flip the script and <laughs> give Tracy that's billing. Right. Absolutely. You um, know, and that's another thing I remember about Connie is that she just, she blazed a path for mm-hmm. women in broadcasting. She, she really didn't did. have to bring me in and put me under her wing. I didn't know what I was doing. My claim to fame is I kind of look like Monica Lewinsky during the whole big scandal. <laughs> it's actually and true. It's actually, funny. no, she oh scarily looks like, if you want, if you're would trying to visualize her. to you? Uh, go ahead. And would Listen, you... in Wisconsin, I had a guy come up to me and offer me a cigar. Oh, and I'm wow. not even kidding. Well, I wonder why. What does that mean? That I, don't I don't know. Something that I don't know. He didn't inhale. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> she, I told you she's pure uh, and sweet. Pop uh, Pop Tart. I keep calling you Pop Tart. Sorry, Tracy. Okay. Uh, Tracy and Nate on the on the air with us. Nate, do you have a good Connie memory or Connie story that you'd like to share? Obviously. You no. Know, uh, so you talked about how I did nights here when you guys were doing mornings. So you know, very rarely did our paths cross because yeah. we worked two totally different times. But we did hang out outside the radio station uh-huh. quite a bit. And uh, there's one story I don't feel comfortable telling. Um, <laughs> do it. Th- no, do it. no, 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 no. It do was it, the, do uh, it. <laughs> no, it was the homemade bikini contest night. But <laughs> Is that when she, was, I'm assuming, was she on top of a bar dancing? Because I know we had a... No, 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 no. We were judging. And then there was this one girl that I had the hots for. And y'all, y'all were both like, oh, you got to go after her. You got to But anyway, it's a long, drawn-out story. The other story that I, that I vaguely remember that Tracy reminded me of was I was so oblivious and i think sometimes i still am so oblivious when, when women are interested in me like i cannot yeah. read, you literally have to put, like write it on a piece of paper in bold for me to understand that you're showing an interest in me but apparently 
there was a girl who had a huge crush on me back in the day. Yeah. And Connie, Connie kept trying to get us to hook up. She was trying, man. She trying was so hard. Clueless. And I don't even remember this fish. No, what? I remember. She remembered. She Tracy like, remembers because Tracy's hooked girl, up with like she, two people in her life, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Tracy told me Connie was trying to hook you up with this girl and you were not getting the hint, even when the girl threw her underwear at you. Yeah. Like, True story. They went outside Connie's house. She took her underwear off, came back in, threw them in your face, and you were like playing video games or something. Oh yeah. my gosh! Like this I is need Nate. To go back literally and have a talk in his face. We are talking to Nate and Tracy. Uh, Nate, by the way, eventually would uh, find some girl and uh, make a baby. It's unbelievably. Uh, just so you know the payout of that story. And this is the funny thing. We're talking to him about Connie right now. Obviously, uh, in case you're wondering what the hell's going on. Connie lost uh, her battle with cancer Monday at, at 2.18 in the afternoon, and we lost someone very special. But what we're trying to show you this weekend, what we're trying to ask members of the Click of Six, we still have the Click of Six, guys, because only six people would listen to our show. Right. So, uh, and uh, I mean, that's not statistically proven like it is for you two in Mississippi. <laughs> but I do want to say this. Nate was actually uh, the number one night dude, and yeah. he is good looking. He's the number one good-looking night dude on the number one station in the market, and he could not kiss a girl. It was hysterical. That is hilarious. It was so sad. It was so sad. And then he must Man, have found fish. this girl. I don't know. What you like? Uh, is she yeah, Russian? Yeah. Did, did you use game? Like, how did this happen? Yeah. Based on what I don't I'm know. I, I mean, obviously, I'm so oblivious, and I, be, I barely remember the story, but I'm like, man, if I had my brain today and could go yep. back. Yep. You'd be in jail. I would be in jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is why I got married at 40, so I could enjoy <laughs> my go. life a little bit. Uh, guys, thank you. I could talk to you, too. You're, I, I, yeah, I you guys are fun. I was talking to somebody in the industry about you, two uh, just a couple days ago, and they said you two aren't funny or compelling. I think you guys are great. <laughs> wow. Dang. I didn't know you talked to our GM. I was going to say. <laughs> I was Bob. Uh, I, wait, is your GM's name Bob? It is. It is. Bob, our GM, and he's from New York. Oh, is, oh, is he really? Yes, he is. <laughs> Bless him. He calls it stuffing instead of dressing. Oh, my God. We're trying God. to get him to, over to the right side. <laughs> but, you know, Fish, I'm so glad that we connected over this and are able to kind of walk down memory lane Me and too. honor her. Me too. And I hope, as a female in broadcasting, that every day that I'm on the air, that I bring her joy and I honor her memory in the way that she set it up for me to do. You are so wonderful. And uh, I, all joking aside, you guys, uh, your show is, uh, I've, seen, I've heard a little bit of it because I get curious, you know, because I know you both <laughs> and you and you are really good. And, uh, and well, uh, you know, I know Connie we would feel from that the way. Best, Fish. You and Connie taught me everything I know. She has always been a mentor for me and i learned more i tell everybody that y'all beat the pride out of me because i we would have cut my favorite thing that you and connie did i was having a real conversation with y'all about mommy daddy time that i was concerned <laughs> about something that was going on and what y'all did on that saturday conversation is turn it monday morning into an over 18 off-air topic <laughs> I forgot that you were of there. They did. So we used I to. I didn't forget it because everybody would give the answers on the air, so they knew what the problem was, and I still don't have a solution for it. Thank you very much. Uh, what we did was just explain this because we were going to do it again here, but we couldn't because management was sensitive. These are great too. Uh, it's called the over eighteen off air phone topic. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, it all started. Do you remember why we started doing it, Tracy? 
I don't. So Connie uh, had an incident happen at home that was hysterical, but that we couldn't talk about on the air. And she was uh, telling Tracy and I about it. Uh, yeah. Something, for lack of a better phrase, something shorted out. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she had an incident, and uh, she was talking to Tracy and I about it. And uh, I said, we got to do this on the air. So what we would have people do is we would have them call the show and off the air while their phone was live on the air, we would tell them what it was. And then you'd have their reaction Bingo. on the air. Bingo. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome and it was fun. I don't think you guys could probably do it on a country station. But no, uh, we can't do it in Mississippi. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, that is so not true. We were dirtier in Mississippi than we were in Madison, Wisconsin, Pop Tart. <laughs> Mississippi people are freaks, and I love it. (laughs) All right, and by the way, she said that we taught her everything she knows. Uh, That was Connie that taught her everything she knows about radio. I taught her some other stuff, but we don't need to get into that on the air. (laughs) I am married now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? (laughs) Guys, I know you got to... We do not remember things the same way. (laughs) Oh, yes, you do, baby. You just don't. It's all buried because it's like a trauma thing. It'll come out one day. Honey, we I love you, Nate. I love you, man. Uh, you guys have a great show. Thanks for coming on the air with us. And uh, Thanks, actually, guys. before we let you go, Pop Tart, just so you know, uh, I just got confirmation. Jeff Tyler, our old boss, is gonna be on the air later too. Do you want me to say oh, anything? I will tell you one thing to remind him of that Connie and I love to do. He would drive a Harley to work, and y'all, he fine. I'm not even gonna lie; like he is fine. Mm-hmm. And Connie and I would throw quarters on the ground and ask him to pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Pop-Tart. Thanks, guys. You have a great day. That was awesome. Okay, look, we're going to talk to him later. It's kind of a day for us to talk to management, like in a fun way. We pick on our bosses a lot. I have fun with Sweet Sweet D. He is a junk buster without a doubt, Mm -hmm. but he's also a good man, and he also has had a really hard week because he lost somebody he truly loves this week as well, and that is our very own Connie. Uh, Connie of Connie and Fish lost her battle with cancer on Monday afternoon at 218 and we have been honoring her all week tomorrow we're gonna do a dance party for the full show uh, but later on in the show today later on in the show today we're gonna talk to uh, a gentleman uh, by the name of helmet who was our boss and that was mm-hmm. his nickname uh, we're gonna talk to a gentleman by the name of Russ and uh, that Jeff Tyler guy we're gonna talk to some old bosses because Connie really had unique relationships with every boss we ever had yeah and every single boss we ever had in the upper upper management echelon mm-hmm always suggested that she become management. Yeah. Every single gig. And she said, nope. She said, nah, I don't want to deal with the paperwork. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, we'll give you a paperwork person. And she was like, I was just saying that as an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Connie Connie and Fish. We had uh, Dan and Alicia on yesterday. My Dan, Fish is Alicia. Yeah, not the other one. And then Steve loves to turn Dan into sloth Dan. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So... This is Sloth Dan Wedding. What? <laughs> and this is Sloth Dan Helloing. Hello. <laughs> Connie and Fish. Mornings on Mix 95.7. Here's something funny. We were just talking with uh, Pop-Tart uh, today. So we're just having a conversation with Pop-Tart today. Uh, it's an old Connie and Fish producer who's in Jackson, Mississippi. And she, when Connie and I moved to Madison, Wisconsin, um, she, we moved her with us because mm-hmm. we're like, oh my god, this, she's great. She's gonna come and pop. You know, Steve will recognize this. She'll come in with sudden bursts of funny 
or introspection, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, she's got this Southern thing. She's super cute. Looks like Monica Lewinsky. It's kind of funny. <laughs> and it's true. She did. She did. And does. Uh, prettier, though. And I'm not kidding. Prettier. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, you're going to love it. And we moved there. Well, she was just talking about Jeff Tyler, who was our boss at that company. And uh, uh, actually, and I know, Steve, that you're going to have to get Keith on the phone here. But she was just talking about uh, Jeff Tyler, our boss. And Jeff and I have been texting because mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, can you come on? I know this is last minute because this is who I am. I'm always Mr. Last Minute here, right? Hey, can you come on today to talk about Connie? And he's like, yeah, I would love to, please. Because he wrote a beautiful Facebook post about her. Uh-huh. Uh, and we worked for this man. She worked for this man specifically for, well, it's 20, it's 12, so 12 years. Um, she worked for this man for 12 years. He's a, a long a, time. A, he's, a good, he's a good man. Uh, and uh, they were talking about how hot he is. Right? Oh yep, yep. Pop tar was. Mm-hmm. How they used to. What did she say? Drop. Quarters? She said they would make. They would throw quarters and make him pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I said uh, I texted him and I'm like, hey, you can come on whenever you want. Just let me know. And I said, you want to do it right now? And he says, and I quote, uh, No, let's do it in an hour. I just got done working out and I'll be ready in about an hour. I'll talk then. <laughs> <laughs> so he probably still is attractive. <laughs> Jeff's, a, Jeff's a very good-looking guy. He's a very good-looking guy. Where uh, Jeff is a uh, a good-looking guy. Uh, some of our bosses have been average-looking guys. <laughs> uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Keith Curry. Uh, we used to call him Hellman, and I guess we probably shouldn't get into as to why we call them that. Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, Keith is on with <laughs> us right now. Hi, brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? How are you? It, it's been a it's been a little week. Uh, it was a little bit of a surprise, even though we knew it was coming. Uh, we didn't know, and we're talking obviously about how Connie passed on Monday. Uh, even though we knew Dan and I knew it was coming, that Dan and her husband, uh, we didn't think it was coming like the this quick. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I I I was devastated, and you know, I texted you, and I I cried like a baby. Yeah, you always uh, you always had a good a great connection with Connie, and I was gonna just pick on you in fun, but in all honesty, Connie and uh, Keith uh, lived near each other uh, because we were they were on what was called an apartment trade, which is a radio station. Sometimes will say we can't pay you a, but yeah. we'll get you an apartment, mm-hmm. and they lived near each other. And uh, this was when we worked on a station here in this area. We worked on this West Michigan station called. The web. Mm-hmm. The web. The web. And uh, Keith was our boss. And uh, Keith and Connie and I had a unique relationship. Uh-huh. Because when we, I, I was brought in later, Connie and I had taken a, a brief pause because I was trying to, I, it was just, she was trying to kind of see where she could go and whatever, like for like three months. Oh, okay. Very Took, brief. Yeah, brief pause. And Keith uh, inherited Connie and this other guy, and then I had helped Connie move, and they ended up hiring me. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, Keith had a lot of fun with us most of the time. Yeah, I mean, I, I think one of, the, one of the things that you learn when you're the boss of Connie and Fish is that you're not the boss of Connie and Fish. No, management I mean, was still trying to figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it was, a, it was a futile attempt to try and, and, and keep Connie and Fish under control. Um, and, you know, Grand Rapids over the last few years has, has had the uh, <laughs> has had the PG-13, maybe occasional R-rated version of <laughs> Soft porn version of of Connie and Fish. <laughs> well, I had the I had the triple X rated version. I had he did. 
I had the Ron Jeremy, Debbie Does Dallas version of Honey. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it would cause me heartache every single day. My, the general manager would literally meet me in the parking lot and say, Keith, get them under control. They are out of control. I mean, you know, Fish. I mean, some of the bits and things you used to do. And I used to schedule music in the morning, right? Yeah. You know, a couple of songs. You guys, do you guys just play a couple of songs, you know, just just to break up the monotony? No. It was four and a half hours of straight (laughs) Tiny and Fish. Yeah. And Keith, Matt, and you got to take it that at the time it was called John, Connie, and Fish, and there was this guy named John. Right. Mm-hmm. And John actually became a, more or less a board op. Yeah. Because he was overwhelmed yeah. by yeah. and I. <laughs> uh, but it was funny. And sp- I, I'm going to try and be careful here and help me out here because you're a pro in your management. You know how to kind of do this, Keith. Uh, one, what he's clearly making reference to uh, in in one instance, uh, there was a young lady in the that lived in the locally in this area, yeah. actually, who was on the air with us, who was very like when she called, we could tell she was excited to be listening to the show. Uh-huh. Okay, yep. is that about right, Keith? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was extremely excited on a uh, and call on a daily basis, almost at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so we decided for to let her share her excitement mm. with the audience. Oh my gosh. And uh what when this is Connie and I, you know, again when we were, you know, on this naughty station. This man is so naughty. He wanted us to be naughty all the time. It was really awkward. <laughs> uh and no, and this is Connie and I on this station and we get off the air that day and I instigated that conversation with that woman. And he yelled at me so hard. Keith did <laughs> so hard, and John, the other guy on the show, was like, "I, I just didn't know how to stop it. I just, oh God, <laughs> I would have stopped it. I have to be honest with you, Keith. I was uncomfortable as well." <laughs> uh, but John, by the way, ended stole the audio of the show, and we couldn't find it because John stole it. Oh, but anyway, seriously? yeah, so he could listen to it at home. But anyway, Ew. <laughs> and do you remember what Connie did in that meeting? Well, uh, I don't recall one hundred percent, but I remember. Connie just just kind of acting like she had nothing to do with it, and you were in total control. And I looked at Connie and I said, "Connie, you were in control of the board. You run the board. You could have shut the him up with, by playing a song or a commercial." And Connie, in her Connie way, oh yeah, giggling the whole time. <laughs> Instigated, instigated the whole thing from the minute that it happened, and it just got. I'm, I'm, I literally almost drove into the ditch on the way to work listening oh to that. It was amazing, gosh. and we hung up at just the right time with her. And yeah. We, and though, here's the beauty of this, and I don't know if you remember this or not, Keith, because uh, I'll never forget this. The, these specific two days for the rest of my life, because uh, we, Connie and I both had a. You have a very special place in our hearts, and I mean, and I mean that. I mean that. But uh, the next day, so we hung up at just the right time, and then and we blamed management for <laughs> hanging up. We said they killed the phone line. <laughs> and uh, Keith comes in the next day after the show, and we sit down with him. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact this is true, Keith. We sit down with him, and he goes, guys, you said it was good radio, and you said that it would work, and uh, I, I disagreed with you. And I'm willing to admit that 
we got great calls uh, yesterday about it. People are talking about your show. And this guy called me up, and this guy had called Keith up and yelled at Keith because he was late for work, sitting in the parking lot of work, oh waiting gosh. for this moment to finish. To finish. Yeah. yeah. And that Keith had killed the phone line. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that, Keith? Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and guys, we, we used to do morning show meetings. Like, Connie and Fish and the crew would get off the air at 10 o'clock. By 10.05, they had to be in the office. So we're sitting down in a morning show meeting the first couple of weeks, first, first month. And, you know, I'm trying to be the boss, the guy with the big chest, trying to control Connie and Fish. And they're, you know, every time I look down and turn around, they're just giggling and, uh, and anything I say. So um, it got to the point after that phone call, our morning show meetings just turned into short little guys. And this is where the phrase was created that'll last a lifetime. Yes, do it, do it. Connie and Fish, just keep doing what you're doing. Oh, I, love you. <laughs> that, I love you, man. That phrase will go down in history. Oh, because my gosh. I had literally, I had literally given up. That was it. And yeah. that's where that and that's where that phrase in my mind originated. Yep. It just is. keep doing what you're doing because I can I cannot control you. You are you are <laughs> like out yeah, of control children. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even gonna try and, 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 and temper this. I'm not even nope. Just just keep just keep going. Just, just keep doing what you're doing. And it got to the point, Fish, I don't know if you remember, we had a, a meeting one day and I told you, I said, Look, man, if I'm not getting a complaint call a day, you're not doing your job. It's true. I told him, I said, if I'm not getting at least, if I'm not returning a phone call or two a day, then crank it up. We got to let this thing go. Hamburger. So Keith, my question is when you would get these phone calls, how would you like diffuse the situation with these listeners? Keith is an amazing manager. <laughs> said, I'm not joking. Well, I mean, I, I would, I would pretty much mute them. Um, <laughs> and, and, and 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 the two words that I would use is, is, are yes, ma'am, or yes, sir, the whole time. <laughs> you know, I'm just girl, what are you doing? How are you? My daughter's in the car. She's listening to yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. I understand that. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I will we'll work. We'll work on it. Yes, ma'am. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Click. Uh... Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and it was almost on a daily basis. I mean, like like I said, it, it, but it was so much fun. I mean, we, we had was. a blast. We hung out. Um, we were going to work I, there. The guy, it ended up being a story where the guy was a giant scam. The owner yeah. was a giant scam, still owes us all a bunch of money and whatever. But uh, I do want to say this. We would have worked for this man. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. We weren't just saying it to be strategically smart. We would have worked for this man for the rest of our careers. Connie and I truly. And Connie, just so you know, Keith, and this is uh, Keith, one of our former bosses. And I mean this. Connie truly, truly loved and if you believe in the the higher power loves you uh and just so you know and i know that for a fact well and 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 it was returned um i loved her she was she was special and and you know it fish and you guys know how special she was Mm -hmm. i mean on the air she was perfect i mean you know as a manager um she was just Everything that a manager could hope for on the air, she was incredibly fast, incredibly quick-witted, uh, an, an incredible storyteller, 
um, you would you would you would listen to her and she would be able to finish your sentence. Um, she she was just a special person. She I, was. You know, she was just made for radio. Johnny yeah. was just made. She was. Her warmth, her warmth um, just came out on the air. She was the same person in person as she was on the air. She made you laugh. She made you cry. She, she, she gave up for, she, she did what a lot of broadcasters don't understand that they need to do, especially in morning drive. They, you, you have to almost give your life to the audience. And she was, and you both, you guys. It's were, ex- and it was exhausting perfect. for her. That's why towards the end we gave her the privacy and I, mm-hmm. I kind of, uh, made it like, hey, we're just hoping the cancer. You know, she's just treatment. Or again, Steve, what's the catchphrase? Which one? Your can the cancer, Connie cancer. Oh yeah, that uh, it was early in the treatment, and that uh, you just don't know. Yeah, yet. and that's what we kept saying because we really wanted to give her privacy, Keith, because she earned it. You know, she decided yeah. she she got to she got to pass away with her friends and family, and she 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 earned that that moment, Keith. It's funny that you mentioned that about radio because there's a friend that Connie made since she got. Uh, cancer uh like seriously she made a new friend since she got cancer and it's somebody that grew up in the industry it's actually somebody that you might possibly know uh Hmm. and and yeah and i want to talk to her in just a sec but first let me just share this little connie sweet nug with you connie connie and fish fish would be like connie don't ever go to a gym. I'm like, why? Oh my god! It's like the noises you make. <laughs> it was Steve. <laughs> He's we like, would... don't, you, you were, and I had oh, well back were. then. I had my Walkman on, right? Yeah. So I couldn't hear. I I, I wasn't paying attention to the noises that I make. Oh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Like, you cannot go to a gym Actually, ever. this isn't even good. This is that's not even good enough for Connie at the gym. Uh, lunk alarm, out lunk alarm. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, you would totally. Right? Connie on the treadmill. Oh. Your 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 noise. That's pretty intense. No, I did not sound like that, Steve. Yeah, but she but when she would psych herself up, it would be great. Because she'd be on the other and she'd be like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. You got this. Connie and Fish. Mornings on Mix 95.7. <laughs> I love her. Uh, Connie, uh, this is Connie and Fish. Look, uh, let me do some due diligence here real quick. Cloudy today, sunny, 35, you're high. It's going to be a nice weekend. It's, it's winter, but, you know, 31, 35, 33. Uh, Mix957gr.com. Mix957gr.com. If you log on there, you can see Wendy worked really hard on this tribute page, Web, mm-hmm. Webby Wendy. And she worked really hard to put this thing together. And it is beautiful. And like everybody's talking about it. So check it out. There's a video from Kathy, one of our salespeople, who did this video. And mm-hmm. it's just absolutely beautiful. So we're on the phone with Keith Curry right now. Keith Curry uh, was a, uh, for a good stint of his career, was here in this area, in Grand Rapids. And uh, Keith was on a different station, but he was here. And uh, he, so he you know, probably knows some people in the market. You know, Keith, where do you live now? What city? Yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Texas. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, um, I think I'm responsible for a few teenagers running around Grand Rapids right now. Because, yeah, it's, it's uh, possible. Oh, that's funny. 
<laughs> a lot of parents were listening to my night show, and who knows what they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely. And, and maybe yeah, even some of your bosses at the time, uh, when you were in this area, maybe some of your bosses at the time were listening as well. Uh, and uh, they were so motivated that they made a child. Maybe they named her Kara. Hi. Hi, Kara. <laughs> hi. Hi. Kara, say, you want to say hi to Keith real quick? Because we do want to talk to you, Kara. Hi, Kara. Hi, Kara. How this... are you? Hi, hi. Now, Kara's dad was Keith's boss. Uh, and eventually, Kara's dad would get uh, sick of Keith, and Keith would leave. <laughs> yeah, but no, but uh, Kara, uh, Kara and Keith. I'm... So did you guys ever meet? Uh, I don't think so. Think so. No, okay. I don't think so. Keith, you'd remember if you met her. She's a smoke show. She's hot. <laughs> uh, she's married, though. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Uh, but anyway, uh, Keith, uh, so Keith, uh, I want to talk to Kara here because the, the, the story about this is really interesting. But I thought you guys could just say hi to each other in passing, and I was gonna, and I'm going to let you go. Okay, Keith? No problem. Hey, dude, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing, and... Um... I got to tell you, man. The uh, when I found out that uh, that um, she had cancer, you know, Connie liked to keep it short and sweet. And uh, I was trying to think, what do I say, you know? And I texted her. I just texted her three words: "I love you." And she texted me back: "I love you too." Mm-mm. And I'll I'll keep that text for the rest of my life. And and that's my memory of. Uh, of Connie, I love her. I, I, I love her. Yeah, man, I get it, brother. And I, and I know that uh, today wasn't easy for you to do. And I, and I'm not uh, in all seriousness. Uh, I really, 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 really appreciate you coming on. And by the way, side note for Steve and Christine, the hamburger phrase was invented when I worked for this man. Well, well, not it was introduced to me, not invented. Okay. Introduced to me when I worked for this man because of the sales A guy. Sales guy, yeah. Would always go hamburger. Every time the sales was made. <laughs> yep. sales was made. So, Keith, thank you so much, man. And uh, honest to God, I really appreciate the call. But, Kara, you know, it's funny. We we don't really talk. We see. Is it no. Kara, Kara, Ciara? I mean, Come on. Uh, Kara, like Sarah. Kara, like Sarah, is on the phone. <laughs> so, Kara is uh, incredible. Now, I want to explain this woman to you, Christine. She's a member of the Click of Six. She's... Uh, Grew up in the industry. She mm-hmm. dabbled in it for a little bit and went, ew. Uh, and uh, she is a, an awesome human. And the reason I say this is because uh, well, the messages and the correspondence, it was very hard for Connie to write. She was exhausted. Yeah. And there was a lot going on. Uh, but there's something about this woman, Kara, who was we, Connie and I loved before Connie was even diagnosed with cancer. It, we appreciate her because we have like the similarities of radio, right? Like yeah. It clicks together. Uh, there's something special about this woman. I remember talking to Connie three months ago uh, as she was starting, you know, really con- fighting cancer. Remember, she it was less than four months yeah. since she was diagnosed. And I remember talking to Connie, and she was like, you know, I would really, and I'm not just saying this, I would really be friends with Kara. If I didn't have cancer yeah. and if I if it wasn't safe, yeah. like I would really be friends. Like you guys talked a lot via Facebook or whatever, right? Yeah, we did. First of all, I want to say I'm horribly so sad for all of you, and my condolences to everybody at Town Square. It's a horrible loss. Um, and you guys this week, your show has been unbelievably amazing. Thank you. Anything, management definitely needs to give you more airtime. 
right? You're not the only one it. to say that, by the way. Oh, wait, Kara, I hate to Kara, I hate to say this to you, but I, I gotta let you know, uh, your phone is doing some weird cutout thing, real quick. So. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, it keeps going in and out. Yeah, you there? Oh shoot. Okay, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Um. I- I want to. I just want to say something from the listener standpoint. So I did grow up in radio. My dad was a program director, and then was in management. And so I grew up literally air checking talent when I was seven years old with my dad. And um, I believe it was Andy Rent who said yesterday that Connie was not egotistical. She was just a nice person. Yep. Um, and I truly felt that from her on air. You know, growing up, there's so many people in this industry. Um, more so years ago, that just narcissistic, egotistical, not necessarily the nicest people. Um, But then there's somebody like Connie, who's, first of all, a female who roots for other females, which is kind of rare. Um, But just just her overall presence on air, just being relatable and fun and nice and caring about other people. I always felt like she was my big sister, or I always told her, I'm like, you're my best friend that I've never met going to Macy's and her Costco pizzas and just everyday stuff that every other person could relate to. And the magic between this year and her on air was unbelievable. I, I, I sent her a note years ago and I told her, I said, I've been in this business and my dad is in this business and I have never been so enamored and just I, your show is amazing. And I'm like, I always, and I always tell my dad, I'm like, you were a fool for not speaking this to you years ago. Like, <laughs> you're the best ever. And uh, I just, from the listener standpoint, man, I mean, there's just nobody like her. There never will be anybody like her. You know what? She, she was amazing. You let your dad know this, uh, if you can. And again, I don't know what is going on with her phone. It sounds funny. But uh, it's okay. Shoot. Oh, whoa. No, she sounds said better. shoot. Uh, no, it sounds <laughs> better. Shoot. Whatever, oh. <laughs> Whatever you just did sounds better. But no, let your dad know this. If he would have blown out, I believe they were called Steve and Sabrina, we would have went there yeah. in a second when we were unemployed <laughs> uh-huh. living in Connie's friend's house with a two, three hundred, well, one 300-pound man and a less than 300-pound woman and a dog <laughs> on an air mattress. You know, yeah. like, good Lord. Uh, but, yeah. no, go on, Kara. Yeah, whatever was going on, you fix it. I, I was just going to say that um, it's just such a loss. I, I'm, I, it's like, this is surreal to me. My husband mm-hmm. showed me the alert on the phone on on Tuesday, and I knew, I knew something was up. I, I knew, I said to my husband, I'm having technical difficulties again or something really bad. Is oh, going, yeah. Something bad has happened. I mean, I know, I can read between the lines. And he told me that I just, my kids came upstairs, and my girls, you know, love Connie, too. And they're like, oh, my gosh, Mom, this is, you know, it's, it's surreal. Somebody so full of life to have hers taken from her so abruptly is just, it's shocking. It's just so shocking to me. Yeah. Um, and uh, I did. I, 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 I would communicate with her just by Facebook and emails. And she, I did, I, she was. She was my best friend that I never knew. And I, I, even, I sent her a note um, after one of your trips. And I'm like, all right, my husband and I are going on the next one. Let us know when it's going to be because we, we have to have drinks together and get to know each other. And unfortunately, that never happened. But. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kara. Kara is, uh, again, a member of the Click of Six. Uh, it's, I, you know, and, and uh, without a doubt, one of the most generous 
uh, people uh, emotionally. I mean, whatever, she bought nice flowers and cute gifts with her kids, and that's great. And they meant a lot to Connie, but emotionally has just been incredible. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm 99% sure that it was you. I So I knew on Monday that it was a matter of days. Uh, but I had to come in and do the show and not say that, because I didn't want Connie to get overwhelmed. And correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you Facebook me and say, is something wrong? You sound a little bit off. I Facebook, I, I said to you, um, I said, yes, I did. And I felt terrible because it was probably during the time when you were with her when she passed. Yep. I said, I can read between the lines. And you keep saying that there's no news, but I, I feel that that's not right. So I know that this is not good. Will you please give Connie's please for me? Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, you said what had happened. I felt like such a jerk for bothering you that time but I, I just knew i could just feel it there was yeah. something something wasn't right I, uh, yeah i just uh i just want to say one more thing okay the other thing that i think that i will take away from connie is learning about friendship the way that you two loved each other and oh my god you know you're lucky to get one great love of your life and i feel like you and connie had two you had your spouses and each other and yeah. the way that you cared for each other and um just you respecting her privacy and giving her her privacy and and just always rooting for her and just the love that she shared i i've never seen felt anything like that between two other friends before and if anything, i've learned just to to be a very good honest um straight shooting friend and um she was so lucky to have you, and you were very lucky to have her. Oh, you're wonderful. God, man. Kara, do you want a job? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, you are just such a good person. She's too smart to get it back into radio. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm an unofficial program director that listens all the time, and I'm like, oh, I have to see this. Oh, I got to tell them that. Yeah, she is. And, and she, she'd be terrible management because she's motivating and friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Kara, I love you. Thank you so much. And look, here's the deal. Uh, speaking of management, there's I wanted. I'm trying to share over the ne- last. Um, I actually said here's a little behind the scenes. Other than on a Saturday or a Sunday, uh, when Connie passed on Monday, and I called Steve, uh, and we talked a little bit, and then uh, Christine and I talked a little bit. Tuesday we got together before the show, and I said, "How are we going to do?" four days of shows right you know what i mean like I, emotionally yeah. for, uh, for us not for you the click of sex you know and but also to make sure that you feel that you're you're seeing all sides of connie and that's kind of what i'm trying to show you we're asking members of the click of six as much as they want and i know you've been blowing it up the phone's up today uh we've been asking you to call in i know that we haven't been able to get to you and i'm sorry for that but we're trying to show you different sides of connie so you could see this amazing woman that we all loved, uh, my friend of over 25 years, wife to Dan, friend to all, sister to Mark, to uh, John and Teresa. All right, there's a great story about her sister that I'll tell you guys uh, probably later today. But uh, I want to show you all sides of her so you can see how great she was. And that's why today I've kind of focused on... Uh, you know, a couple of producers that couldn't get on yesterday. Yeah. People that worked for us, with us, uh, but managers who we worked for. So you could see how amazing this woman was and how motivating she was. And then if you wanted to emulate, maybe you pick up a couple nuggets for yourself, how to deal with a boss, or maybe you pick up a couple nuggets for your kids, or whatever it is. So I want to share that with you. So we're going to do that. And we're actually going to talk to 
her manager, one of her managers by the name of Russ, uh, next. Connie, Connie, and Fish. Steve! Did what? you post something on our Facebook yes. page about your cheese, about yes. the cheesecake? Yeah, Here's Connie's cheesecake. She spent $50 on a cheesecake. More you than 50 too. with shipping. <laughs> yeah. You too 60. could have this cheesecake <laughs> for six easy payments of $8. Yeah. And that's yes, Steve. Somebody texted in and said, Please ask, I just saw your Facebook page. Please ask Connie if she saved money all year for her cheesecake. LOL. Connie and Fish. Mornings on Mix 95.7. You know, it's funny. I remember the click of six gave us one of those cheesecakes. Yeah. And Steve kept it. It's still in my freezer. <laughs> oh, I was just going to ask if you still have yeah, it. I should bring it in. You should give it to Dan. I should. Yeah, I should. or some to Dan. Just give him some. He's not going to want it all. Cloudy today, sunny uh, later on today with a high of 35. At 31 and partly cloudy tomorrow, sunny Saturday, cloudy Sunday. Sunny Saturday, cloudy Sunday. Uh, as far as uh, what you're looking for right now, in Hudsonville, 32, 32 in Allendale, and of course, 32 right here in downtown Grand Rapids, where you can log on to Mix957GR.com and see a tribute to our, uh, I keep doing the slap chest thing today, Christy, <laughs> to my, my sister of another mister, uh, tribute to our, our, our Connie Kelly, who passed away Monday from uh, cancer. So uh, if you want to check out that tribute page, it's, it's really beautiful. I want to take you back, if I can, a little bit, though, for a second. So there was a point, and we're going to talk to a gentleman by the name of Jeff Tyler later, uh, who who used to, uh, I think is still involved in Madison, Madison, Wisconsin, who we worked for. And there was a point when we were working for Jeff where Connie and I would part ways uh, professionally for about seven years. And then uh, personally for about six months to a year. Uh, and there was a gentleman, uh, Connie reached out to me and uh, said there was, a, you know, like, hey, do you want to get the band back together again? We were talking about doing it for years. And uh, do you want to get the band back together again? Uh, told me about a weird guy named Steve, but never told me Steve had sweaty <laughs> hands. You know? And we're going to share, uh, I know Christine's going to share a text with us, but we're going to share a story with you in a sec about uh, the guy that helped get us back together. Uh, and we're going to chat with him about Connie. But first, there was a text that came out from a member of the Click of Six that yeah, from uh, Christine wants to read. I, it, I was, don't... it was just really nice what she had to say. Oh, okay. Uh, she said, I wanted to say that you are you all are doing an amazing job this week. I'm loving all of the talks with past coworkers and friends. Oh, that's awesome. I've learned so much about Connie this week. What a great way to honor her. Heart emoji. Uh, th- and thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, and, and that's kind of our goal this week, yeah. as hard as this mm-hmm. is for us uh, behind the scenes. Uh, she touched a lot of people uh, emotionally. A couple of us maybe physically, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, emotionally, she did touch a lot of people. Uh, Russ being one of them, uh, former, our, our former general manager. You were my general manager for about three months, uh, but actually helped uh, get Connie and I get uh, back together. And I, and I thank you for that uh, because I don't know where I'd be right now emotionally if I had not gotten to uh, finish her career with her. Uh, hi, Russ. How you doing? Good, Fish. Thanks for having me on. Hi, Christine. Hi, Russ. So, hey, Fish, I wanted to start out, first of all, and just say that uh, on behalf of Connie, how much you meant to her. I know that, you know, that Dan and your wife, Alicia, understand that, but I'm not sure really how much the listeners comprehend how close the two of you were. Um, you should be proud to, that she called you a friend and thought that highly of you. Thank you. Uh, honest to God, that really means a lot to me. Um, so, well, I mean, it's true. I mean, 
you know, we talked at great length about, uh, you know, whether or not there was a way to bring you back and how that might work. And, um, you know, she pestered me just like she did. If you know, you know, this as well as anybody, oh, yeah. if she wanted to get something done, she was going to, she was going to keep bugging you until it happened mm-hmm. or until you absolutely said no. Yeah. Yeah. The hamburger. Connie was persistent. Oh yes, she was. <laughs> yeah. And, and I couldn't agree more. She wasn't going to, she wasn't going to stop. And, uh, uh, I remember the first time I talked to Russ. I know that, uh, and you know this, I'm sure, but I remember uh, uh, the first time I was going to talk to him, I'm like, okay, so what am I dealing with this dude? Do we like him? Do we not like him? Do I got to be sensitive with him? She's like, Fish, I hang out with him outside of work. Yeah. Like, he's my friend. Yeah. Just be Fish. And I was like, all right. And she's like, wait, don't be totally inappropriate. Yeah, don't be fish. totally Fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's your first meeting. Yeah. You don't want to offend him. And I was like, well, that's a good point. Okay. Is there, I know that you have a lot of memories, Russ, about Connie, but is there something, like I'm trying to show all different sides of her, and I know that you could get professional and talk about her as a, uh, I mean, what we found today from uh, other bosses that we've spoken with is they've illustrated what a great employee she was and how she would stick to her guns and things of that nature, but is there something that really sticks in your head about Connie? Well, there's multiple things, but I guess the number one thing would be is that, you know, every day um, she made it a point to stop by my office. And if my door was shut, she would literally dance by the frosted windows that I had in my office <laughs> just to try to get my attention. She could know that I'd be on, a phone with, uh, on the phone with a, a client or corporate or whatever might be going on. And she would do whatever she could to make me laugh or smile on a daily basis. I mean, that was, that was something I think that she, you know, intentionally reached out to do. I mean, she would literally jump up and down in front of the glass. To make me laugh. <laughs> I love her. Uh, uh, she and her so heels great, yeah. too. Her, yeah. her giant heels. Oh, yeah. oh, she could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She could. She had well, Barry Sanders thighs or calves or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there, there's a couple of things like that. You know, I, I mean, you know, she would stop and show me her shoes because in a prior life I sold women's shoes. And so she would stop huh. every day to show me whatever heels she had on. What do you think of these? What do you, you know, when I went to her house, she would like take me into her closet, which was actually an extra bedroom in their house. Yep. And, um, you know, I mean, there was like, I don't even know, 300 pair of shoes in that. Oh, in yep. That oh, room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, she even had a chair in there that was the shape of a shoe. Yeah. Yeah. I she, know. I know. She actually, and it's still in there. She actually, uh, I remember one year, uh, Russ, like, oh God, like maybe uh, 12 years ago, she's like, Fish, I got to clean out my shoe closet. I'm like, all right. And she they puts it, she's like, I'm, I'm going to give them all to um, like Goodwill or something like that. I think it was Goodwill. I'm going to give them all to Goodwill. I'm like, okay. And we bag them up. I'm like, so how many pairs was that? She's like, I think it was about 112. Oh my and her gosh. closet was still full. <laughs> That is, something, that is something Connie and I bonded on, shoes, different types of shoes, yeah. but we had a love of Hallmark and shoes yeah. big time. <laughs> and, and Connie had a love of Russ and uh, of Russ's wife. Uh-huh. Uh, I know that uh, she and Dan spent some time with you, and I know that you know Dan really well. I do, I do. You know, when Dan first came to Grand Rapids, well, when they both came to Grand Rapids, you know, I helped Dan get his first job here in Grand Rapids, um, which has led to um, him starting his own company. And Dan know, has his mom. own. I'm sorry, Dan has his own company. Um, well, last I knew, he did. It's uh, is that CoppermoonConstruction.com? <laughs> oh, I think that might be it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> So, but, you know, I, I mean, yes, we do know each other really well. I was actually thinking about it. My my wife, Michelle, and I were talking about it the other night. And, um, 
another fun memory that we had is that she was at our house one Christmas season and my wife had made a cookie tree out of those starlights, those red and white hard candies you see at Christmas. Yeah. And Connie couldn't get over the fact that she had taken the time to make and, and kept fidgeting with it. Um, she picked it up and sat it down and finally, possibly on purpose for a reaction, on the, broke it on the counter and it shattered. She looked <laughs> oh. at Michelle and said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And a couple days later, she comes into my office with her attempt to make the tray, um, which looked like something a kindergartner would have made, oh. and along with a really nice replacement, of course. But she always was trying to get me to laugh. There was always something that she would be doing to try to try to get me to go. So. Oh, she uh, and you know how she felt about you. And uh, just on a side note, uh, you, you we mentioned Connie's husband Dan. Who uh, first off, thanks. Uh, everybody that helped out uh, when Connie was going through what she was going through. We lost Connie on Monday to cancer. Connie Kelly of Connie and Fish passed Monday at 2.18 in the afternoon. Um, he's very appreciative of that. And he's very appreciative of uh, the, the the night that she passed and uh, also since then the text that you've sent because he and I were talking about it just yesterday, Russ. So just know he's definitely going to reach out to you. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I just, uh, I didn't want him to be sitting there by himself. I know that Kathy was here, so that was good. Yep. But, uh, you know, I was just concerned and I uh, wanted to make sure he was okay. So no, you're, you're awesome. I got one more for you, buddy. Okay. So when, when Connie would um, come in, she'd come into my office literally after every show and she'd just say, well, what do you think? Well, you know, what did you hear? What did you like? Which didn't you like? That type of thing. And I always had fruit on my desk. Like, I love fresh fruit. Mm. And so um, she would literally just pick it up and start eating whatever fresh fruit I had on my desk. <laughs> so it could be, you know, like, it, it could, didn't matter. It could be grapes or cherries or watermelon or whatever it might be that I brought in. And she would just grab it and start eating it. And I'd be like, well, I guess I'm done with that for the day. She'd just laugh and walk out. <laughs> oh, Russ, Con. that is awesome. Thank you so much, man. Much Thanks, love. Russ. We're talking to some of uh, Connie's bosses, uh, former bosses. Some of them are from, actually all of them, uh, frankly, are going to be Connie and Fish. There was a period where it was just, you know, it was Connie and Curtis. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and there was a gentleman, it was funny, uh, when I first, uh, Connie and I first moved to Madison, Wisconsin, and it was the year was 2001. It was January of, two, you know, it was 20 years ago. We moved to Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, that's where she would, she and I would actually meet Curtis, mm -hmm. who worked with Connie for a while. And uh, we would also uh, walk into the building and we would meet this gentleman, Jeff Tyler, we're going to talk to in a little bit. And eventually we would be, you have like a program director and then you have an operations manager yep. who's kind of the program director's boss, who is the program yes. director's boss. And there's this guy and they called him, the hammer and i'm like why are they calling him the hammer and they're like because if you piss him off he puts the hammer down like he's not a real hammer but verbally yeah. like you do not want to make this man mad yeah and we got to know him over the course of obviously the, the many years we were there it came to the point where connie and i would look at mike ferris who's on the phone with us right now and say <laughs> uh we want to see the hammer because we never i don't think did we ever see it mike I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, it was more myth than it was reality. But in truth, in fairness, yeah, I would put the hammer down on corporate consultants or, you know, even salespeople who were just trying to take advantage of you or anybody else in the building. So it's true. it was a hammer that was appreciated when it was used properly. 
mm-hmm. but it sometimes gets a little out of hand, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, and just a, a quick heads up. It's for some reason the phone's a little bit muffled, but uh, I just, uh, just a quick heads up on that. Connie had a love for you, and I know you, I, 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 I'm sure you know this. Connie had a special oh. love for you uh in in a, in a lot of ways uh and, and i don't have to get too into detail i know that you know that based on just necessarily where your career is possibly i would assume um sure. uh you know when they may have called and said hey what do you think of mike ferris but <laughs> but uh she had a love for you and and, and i hope that you know that uh, a very you, you had a very you. special place in her heart Oh, that means the world to me, Fish. I'm so sorry for your loss and for Dan and all of Connie's friends and listeners. And they were all friends of Connie's Mm -hmm. and yours. Uh, You guys were really cut from a different cloth. And and this includes you because uh, Connie alone was just a a sparkling personality. But with you, she just was like fireworks. I mean, you guys would have listeners and myself and and others completely diffused of any kind of hammer or any kind of emotion, just filled with, with literal joy from watching and listening to you two interact because you talked about life in such simple things uh, that everyday stuff that we can all relate to. And, and, you know, she was always maybe a little bit more of the calm voice of reason, and you would push the edge. Really? And, and you don't was, say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she was she was so good at, 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 at a little bit of egging you on, to be quite honest. Oh, yeah. Uh, to get your genuine responses. And then she would also be just polite enough or reserve enough, maybe mature enough to pull you back a little bit. Kind of like a big sister guiding a, mm-hmm. a, a younger sibling, you know? I and, swear to uh, God, Mike, I thought for sure you were going to say kind of like a big sister guiding like a really weird dog. <laughs> 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 I was like, wait a minute, where's he going? He was being very generous. <laughs> no, no, no. Because you two really were you were so together and on page. And one of the times, you know, she shared with me what she thought was the secret of your success and that was the trust and the loyalty that you two always shared she says if you don't have that you're just not going to have a great radio partnership and so she always did loved and trusted you and 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 your loyalty to her and uh, to each other was uh, exemplary and that's what that was one of the things behind the scenes that listeners may not they they intuitively picked up on but but they didn't know was was actually something that was was so real and genuine. You two were the most genuine two personalities on the radio I had ever heard. You know, wow. and and one Thank one you. of the things that I loved the most was working with you guys on all the charity uh, radiothons you did for the local hospitals in Madison, and, and watching how that was. Oh, it's so exhaustive for you guys. You're you're talking to young cancer patients and their families and the emotions and the yeah. can outpour from that. But then you were there to always offer a little bit of levity. You know, that would have these little young kids and their parents just giggling with laughter in spite of the troubles that they were facing. You two brought such hope uh, that you made uh, you made the phones ring is what we call it in the business. You you got people emotionally involved enough to, to help change lives by raising that kind of money. But it was Thank that you. special combination of her tenderness and your silliness that was able to to balance out those uh, such strong, emotional, somber moments to bring that levity. Uh, oh, it was just magical. 
We're talking to uh, we're talking to Mike Ferris right now. Mike Ferris was uh, our operations manager, was our boss uh, for uh, many many years, uh, and uh, we're talking about obviously Connie who passed uh, passed uh, mon- Monday on Monday. Yeah. Something else that was really special about you two, because you mentioned being a boss as an operations manager. I have a boss; his he was a general manager, but you also had a program director, John Riley. And and one of our uh, tenants uh, of the business lo- logic was to say, look, John is your direct boss. You don't need to talk to me every day. True. You guys had a great relationship and a great chemistry with him so that he was able to to help you grow as well as learn from you, too. So the only times that we ever got involved were if things got a little out of hand, if we got a complaint call. You know, it's like, kick it up to Mike and let's see if we can keep this away from the general manager. Exactly. We're going to hide it from Jeff Tyler. Yeah. (laughs) Well, just, you know, solve the problem before it got to be a bigger problem. (laughs) Yeah. And you you know what's funny, Mike? uh, Not funny, haha, but uh, uh, there's funny and there's sad. The, the, The funny is John had such an impact. We didn't want John as our boss. At all. How come? We had it written in our contract, and John knows this. We had it written in our contract, and Mike definitely knows this, uh, where we at least had some input. Just give us some input. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't want John as our boss. John had been a boss in the building, and this would have been a promotion for him. And we didn't like him because he was such uh, so focused he on his. A fighter. Pr- He's a fighter. He's a fighter. Yeah. You, you like it's like you don't want to be against him because then you hate him. But if you got him, you love him. Mm-hmm. He's the guy you want. Yeah. Well, and I remember being the one to tell you guys. Give him a chance. Look how hard he fights for the little station. He was on, like, one of our smaller stations. Yeah. We had several in the building. I said, if he'll fight that hard for that little station, imagine how hard he'll fight for you. Give him a chance. And you guys uh, gave me that opportunity to let John in, and then it turned into even stronger magic. Yeah, and it was and it was funny because John, uh, again, not funny, haha, was, about, I think, the fourth person I called yeah. when Connie passed. When she passed, yeah, and and John isn't. Uh, he was trying to be nice to me. Uh, I don't think he's comfortable doing this. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. this is he's he was hit really hard by this. He and Connie had a very special yeah. relationship, and uh, so we. I, I definitely. Uh, but it's it was there was it was two people, and one of them we're going to talk to in a second. Uh, hey, Mike, remember Pop Tart, our old producer? Oh yeah, we had her sure. on earlier, sharing memories of Connie, and I didn't mm-hmm. remember this. I don't know if you remember this. Apparently. Uh, you know how uh, Jeff Tyler, our old uh, general manager, uh, is a very good-looking guy. Uh, Grandmaster Flash. Right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Apparently, uh, what did what did Pop Tart say, Christine? She said that she and Connie would throw quarters on the floor and have Jeff pick them up <laughs> because he was so hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And did Connie ever throw quarters at the floor for you? Never. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but I thought, right. I thought you'd get a kick out of this, Mike, uh, before we let you go. And again, I thank you very much for uh, uh, being a part of this today. But I thought you'd at least thank like you. to say hi to Jeff Tyler because he's on the phone right now. Jeff, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Jeff, uh, did you hear about the quarters in your butt? <laughs> No, I didn't. Oh, okay. You, you mustn't be able to. Yeah, Jeff. In this building, they put the bigger station on the hold music, so you mustn't have been able to uh, necessarily hear that. But here, uh, Mike, uh, uh, we're going to let you go again, Mike. Thank you so much for being on the air with us today to talk about our friend Connie. Uh, thank you, Fish, and, and to all your listeners, my deepest condolences, Jeff. Great to see and hear from you. 
this is a this is a very special moment. I know Connie is smiling uh, down on us. Amen. Yeah, that's Amen. for sure. That's Amen. for sure, Mike. Amen, brother. Thanks, Mike. Hi, Jeff. How are you, sir? <clears throat> I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys today? Uh, we're doing a tough week. Yeah, it's been a it's been a hell of a week. I've, uh, uh, honest to God, uh, somebody asked me the other day. I, I think it might have been my wife. I really can't remember. Uh, but uh, like, how how's your brain going or whatever? And I said, and Jeff will understand this because he knew this about Connie and I. Mike made reference to uh, radiothons, uh, like yep. uh, which are like 13 hour. You do your show for 13 hours at a hospital, and you're seeing a lot of death and trying to help children raise money, awareness, yeah. cancer, children's hospital, et cetera. I'm like in Radiothon mode right now. You know what I mean, Jeff? Yeah, I do. I do. We just finished ours for St. Jude back in late December up here. And, you know, I do I do remember that. I mean, I vividly remember because we, you know, we didn't have St. Jude at that time. And then this is one that, you know, the American Family Children's Hospital needed. And, you know, I think we overwhelmed them. You overwhelmed them, you and Connie. I mean, they never expected. Uh, I remember look on Tom Young's face, the director, when the um, the total was ready, he was floored, and uh, so yeah, it was it was quite an experience. And you guys started something great that I think still continues to this day. And it does. Um, you know, it's something she can certainly take away. That's for sure. It, it was a it was a big thing for her uh, as she and I were talking over the past few months. And uh, Jeff Tyler as a so we moved from uh, and we were, and it was fun earlier when Pop Tart was talking about you uh, in almost a harassing way. And I apologize, Jeff, but. <laughs> Uh, okay. Hey, no one ever says they like my butt, so I didn't get it. I didn't see any quarters. Her and Connie admired you. Yeah, uh, but hey, yeah. but the, the, there was more to there's more to you know Jeff's just not a pretty face. Uh, there's more to him than that, and and Connie had a, a very special love for Jeff and a very special. And I know you, I'm sure you knew this, but just in case you didn't, you held a extremely special place in her heart. Uh, and what we're kind of doing is we're asking uh, people that maybe have worked with her or uh, she worked for to kind of share something that like, if you say, if I say Connie Kelly to you, uh, what pops into your brain? Well, you know, there's lots of images. When you guys first came in, um, you were really young and, and yeah. wide eyed and, and you were, you were both focused and she was focused I mean, she's always had that motor city in her. She was tough. You know, she had a great laugh. She was, but she was she was tough, but she was, you know, uh, compassionate at the same time, it was, which was a really you know tremendous dynamic, and and that's that's something that made her unique. I, you know, I was thinking back, watching some of the emails and posts about about Connie uh, the last few days, and, and thinking the people she impacted, and maybe you know back then you don't realize that you, know, you don't yeah. see what's 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 going on, but I mean Katie Cruz and. And Steph Peters and and Katie Summers that were you know around the the market at that time and you know Tammy Lee who's part of John and Tammy they're out at KSON now in, in San Diego I mean she you know leading a show as a female back then was kind of a ooh really no and taking you know, a gamble was, on a show Jeff took a gamble because yeah. Jeff she was the first and correct me if I'm wrong because I believe you're the one that told us this you know you're right first female to lead. A radio show in Madison, Wisconsin, ever, ever. Right. Yep. And you guys were number one, top of the heap every year for eleven years. Yeah. At some point. So I mean, it's it's a tremendous credit to both of you. Um, and I, you know, I, I remember. I mean, you may have talked about this, but I think it was your first year, maybe just a little bit in. 
you guys made a pact between the two of you that you're going to go out and you, know, you would not say no to anything for a year. You'd go make yep. any appearance, anything you were asked to do, and you know meet people one on one. And I think that was the power that you guys had. You you met somebody, you made them feel important. Connie would you know em- embrace people immediately, like she'd known them for years. And that kind of stuff as a listener, you you take that home and you say, God, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have her over for dinner. You know that kind of relationship, and and that's what made it um, special and long lasting and, and really true. And you know, the state in, in our broadcast world now, where it's one to many, or hey, we're starting to think one on one again with with podcasting and things. But yeah, it, it just it's not something that people think about as much. And that really was a you know probably a really key year to your development and and longevity in that market. You know, what's funny, Jeff, uh, a couple things is I can remember sitting in your office with the day, uh, the day actually that I, uh, uh, Connie and I would take a break for about seven years. And I can remember you saying, are you yep. sure? And you want to do this and you're, you might be making a mistake yep. and you're probably right about that one. Uh, so credit to you on that. But uh, I actually, uh, when Connie and I would then get back together seven years later, uh, she's like, look, fish, I've been here a while. So we don't have to do the Jeff Tyler two-year rule because it was for two years we said <laughs> there was, it was for two years, and I swear, hand to God, I, like she's like, in two years we would say no to nothing, and if you do this, and it's true, it works. You're yeah. number one, and uh, we're also number one because we had supportive management. Yeah, and, and not that we don't now. Jeff knows Doug, mm-hmm. so uh, he knows that Doug's semi-supportive. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff knows everyone. So, uh, Jeff, but I wanted to thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Because I, I, I specifically wanted to get you on the phone, pri- even I, privately or in, like this, to say the post you wrote on Jeff Tyler, the post you wrote on Facebook, was one of the most beautiful things I read all week, and it, and it really got me. And I wanted to thank you for that. Well, just it was tough. Over the holidays, I, I reached out once, and I missed her. Um, and I regret that. I, I really wanted to talk to her one more time. And, you know, that's, you know, it's, it, it just, life's cruel. We know cancer sucks. It does. And it's, you know, but she'll, she made her mark. Um, she made her mark in a lot of people's hearts. They're still there. Um, you know, when you called me this morning, I had flashbacks to some of those early morning calls from you two unsolicited when <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, live on the air. <laughs> you were setting me up for something. Oh, yeah. You oh, were yeah. setting me up for a few things. It was, it was a good time. I got to be honest but, with you, anyway. Christine. If you Google a picture of Tom Selleck from Magnum P.I., uh-huh. that was Jeff Tyler at the beginning of his radio <laughs> career. so funny. Uh, he had that I big, could see it. I could see your the stash mustache. in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> that was back in the day. Not now. Back in the day. We're talking back in the day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we also had Bonnie. We had Bonnie Olson on the other day, Jeff, and oh, yeah. uh, she was talking about how we had the job interview uh, when we interviewed with you. And you're like, "Hold on a sec. I gotta move this bucket. We have a leak in our building." And you're climbing yeah. up a ladder and adjusting the bucket. And um, we let uh, again. Ending with your uh, your butt. This butt yeah. Connie was checking out your butt the whole time. She's like, I don't know if we're going to want to work here, but at least he's good on the eyes. Let's go negotiate this deal, Fish. Like, oh, okay. good. So <laughs> not to make it yeah, awkward, but, but, you know, it was kind of fun. Yeah. Well, my sympathies um, to you, everybody that worked with her and, and knew her and all the listeners that embraced her every day. Um, she'll be missed. And, you know, use that and take it forward for, for what you can use for the, for the better of everybody. And uh, Thanks for let me uh, – talk today and thank you jeff take care uh jeff uh, one last thing before we let you go in all seriousness uh there was a day uh, i would go over after the show pretty much every day since she was diagnosed with cancer 
And there was a day, the day, a day I went over to her house uh, after the show, and I sat down on her bed, and uh, we were chatting. And right, the first thing she said, and she had some energy that day, was she goes, "You're not going to believe this." And I said, uh, well, "Well, what's going on? You got another bad, more bad news of this crap?" And she said, "No." And uh, she said. Jeff Tyler called me like no bleep no way <laughs> yeah like yeah and she's and she was so excited that you had called her and and what a nice voice just to hear your voice in the voicemail and so just know this that that really meant a lot to her uh, I know you didn't get a chance to talk to her again but that really meant a lot to her I appreciate that all right well thanks Jeff um, I know my talk set's going way too long and you're air checking me it's it's great (laughs) I could talk for for a long time about you guys yeah that's for sure thanks brother good memories all right see you see you man he's such a manager guys see that he's like okay and I'm sexually and I'm like sexually (laughs) harassing him in theory on the air (laughs) you're getting close to the top of the hour I'm sorry you're 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 like is this Leia and Jack on the phone with me right now Yes. Hi, yeah. <laughs> hi, guys. And uh, Lay and Jack, we're talking about Connie, who lost her uh, battle with cancer on Monday, Monday at two eighteen in the afternoon. We've been asking people uh, to go and see our tribute page that Wendy, our web designer, a, a really great friend of Connie's, worked very hard on, and she is extremely exhausted. Christine can justify. Yeah. Yeah. It's and a, also, with that said, because someone just messaged and said that they've been loving the shows the past two the, this week. And wanted to know if they'll be available so that when they need to pick me up. And yes, they're they're on the website. They're on and the they're website. also you can find them in our uh, any podcast app that you use. Just yep. search for Connie and Fish. But log on to the website mix957gr.com. So Leia, uh, did you hear the conversation Leah. with Je- Leah? I'm sorry, Leah. Did you hear the conversation <laughs> with uh, Jeff? Yeah. Okay. Did you hear how, as a manager, he tried to defuse the situation when it became about his looks? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "You're not making me comfortable." Uh, he never was, and that's I probably pushed him a little far, but I thought it was funny because he he, he hates that. He's one of those good-looking guys that doesn't want to be that told he's good-looking. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's like, "Thank you. That's nice of you, but I'm more than just a piece of meat." Calm down. <laughs> so, what do you want to share with us today? Uh, well, actually, my son was the one who specifically wanted to call in, so I'll hand it over to him. Hey, Jack. I'm really sorry for Hi. Uh, what do you want to say today, Jack? Um, I'm really sorry for your loss. Connie was an amazing person on the air, and I've been listening in since preschool. Aww. And whenever I'm sad or something, I just turn on the radio and listen to her perfect uh, perfect laugh. Aww. It, always, it always made me smile, and it still does today. Yep, us too. I got something for you, buddy. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> there it is for you. Okay. That's there's that special laugh for you, and guys. Thank you so much for the call, Kit Kat. What do you want to say today? I wanted to talk about being able to meet you guys and how Connie managed to get that all set up and it went very smoothly and you know um she loved i know that you uh the kit kat is an artist and she had made uh these t-shirts for us and mm-hmm. connie absolutely loved it i love mine still i yeah, I, I, too, I, too. I i hung mine up and and i'm on my wall and i need to get a frame for it it's what amazing. are the t-shirts mine's like a little gamer one and it has, it just has like all a bunch of our things that we we liked and it's and not she the drew one that's out. on the facebook page is it uh, well, Kit Kat, didn't you do the uh, cartoon animation? The cartoon, of us? yeah, yeah, I, I drew that, and 
uh, today when I woke up, I couldn't fall asleep. It was like five something in the morning. So I got up and I decided I would finish a comic. I started working on as soon as I heard it. So that's on Webtoons. Okay. You're so wonderful. I, I drew the, I drew the caricature thing and I remember drawing just like one other little thing to send in. And I remember the last thing I tried to send to Connie was a picture of Kevin the cat over email. Yeah. You're and so I, wonderful. Kit Kat, are I, you, you, you okay? Yeah. I okay. just, I just remember, uh, I would listen to you guys in the morning, uh, when I was working at a pallet factory and it made a lot of the hard days easier and a lot of the normal days, a lot more fun. <laughs> and, I, I meeting you guys, it was like to me, and I don't know if you guys feel like you're famous, but you know you're well known. You can't deny that. Thank and you. We like, don't, but that, thank that's you. That's the first kind of experience I had like that, and Connie set it up and let me, you know, meet and surprise you guys with gifts on the on my birthday because I wanted to bring those in for you guys, and it was a really great experience. Like, and you guys were all really nice and. I don't want to ever forget that. Honey, I, I can tell that this is, uh, A, this isn't easy for you. Uh, B, I can tell you uh, for a fact that Connie really likes you. Uh, and C, uh, if you want uh, to do some kind of caricature of Connie, uh, like a rest in peace thing. Um, we'll, and we'll put it up on our social media because you are an exceptional yes. artist. Yes, mm-hmm. fantastic. You're exceptional. Like, uh, you know, I, the only person I think that, uh, didn't you and, don't you and Steve have some weird chemistry? Am I wrong there, Steve? <laughs> we had some commonalities. Yeah, what'd you say to well, I'm sorry, Kit Kat. What? You, you certainly made it out to be that way. Uh, or you and it's Steve true. made it that way. <laughs> yeah, or it's true. Like, they could either be husband, wife, or brother, sister. Oh, I love that girl in a different lifetime. Yeah. Hamburger. <laughs> Hamburger. Thank you, Kit Kat. Okay, good. Look, guys, uh, we're going to talk to some more managers and some more of coworkers. I want to let you know a couple things. Again, Mix957GR.com has an amazing tribute page to Connie. Uh, it's really good. It's really great. Mix957GR.com. Uh, this is kind of like the day of managers, so you can see a different side of Connie. I've been trying to show you all the sides, but the podcast is up there mm-hmm. on the website, mm-hmm. linked out. You can go to town on that. Um, also, though, uh, we're inviting you to call in or text. We haven't been able to get to all of your calls because it's funny, and Christina and I said this off the air, managers always yell at you and tell you to shut up and go to break or play a song, but they never know when to shut up. Right? (laughs) Except Jeff Tyler. So far, everyone except Jeff Tyler. So I want to take this one quick call. Brenda, what did you want to say about Connie? Hi, Bish. How are you? Good. What, 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 what'd you and your to... famous saying, what are you wearing? You got it. <laughs> what are you wearing, Brenda? I'm wearing my Punisher uh, sweatshirt like I always do, Fish. I know you are, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm wearing your Punisher sweatshirt, too. You can't because mine's one of a kind. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Brenda, what do you want to say for us today real quick? Fish, I want you to know something. I have talked to a friend of mine that called me last night that I haven't talked to in over a year. Okay. And she was listening to your podcast last night. Okay. And she's like, oh, my God, I know that voice. And it was me. She was, oh, my God, you were on there. You were talking about Connie. I love that show. And I want you to do me a favor. And I'm like, what? And she, they live out of state. I'm okay. like, what? 
Just tell fish, don't give up on that station. Keep Connie's memory alive. Uh, don't leave. Everybody loves you, fish. Everybody loves Christine and Steve, even though you keep on giving Christine crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'll ever end. No, uh, Steve. And... But, but that's how you're keeping Connie's memory alive. You're... Through that station. Thank is you, your humor And how you come across Picking on Christine, even though Christine tries to defend herself, but Kai can put you in your spot faster than anybody. Yeah. No, I, under, I understand exactly what you mean, Brenda. And, uh, but nobody wants to see you leave that station. I, I did that I've talked to. By the way, say I was leaving. <laughs> Does she know do information you know we something? don't? Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say. Brenda, do you know no. Doug, our boss? <laughs> sweet, sweet day. Do you know Sweet, sweet day? Well, let me see. I, I know the gentleman that you had on yesterday that started W Life. That started Andy Renz. Oh, oh, you know Andy oh. Renz. Oh. oh, so Andy probably knows something that we don't yeah. know because Andy actually uh, was the actually, second no. person to ever no, speak no, no, on the no, radio. No. Okay. Okay, Fish. The reason I know Andy is my cousin hooked up with him. That would be the same age as my brother. Okay. And we're up there in age. That, d- Anyhow, passed away of a brain tumor. And oh, you guys used to do a live remote every year. He did for my uncle. Okay. For St. Jude's Putathon. Oh, got you. And that's how you and that's how you know Andy. Well, Brenda, listen, I want to say this because we gotta go. because uh, we got we have more management coming to, to, to fill up our show with their gabbiness, yeah. right? <laughs> Uh, but, Brenda, I want to say this. You are wonderful. Tell your friend thank you for still listening. If she knows something I don't know, ask her if she knows anyone else, uh, else in radio looking for a gay. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking for a guy, right? Uh, but uh, we love you. We appreciate it. And uh, one of Connie's favorite things, I think, is a good, solid Scott Stapp impression. Yes. yes. That's what you think? Mm-hmm. So, for uh, sure. Let's take, I, I have a treat for you guys before we talk to uh, one of our coworkers, JoJo. Uh, a treat for you guys that's going to kind of probably mess me up a little bit. But I promise you, you'll smile and laugh when you hear two. Well, I guess I have to say Alicia is one of these women now, too. But other than Alicia, the two most dominant women in my life mm-hmm. uh, are going to share something next. Connie, Connie and Fish. I really can't stay. But baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. But baby, it's so cold out there. You should stay here. This evening has been. I was hoping that you'd drop so very I'll hold your hands and peel off your skin. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? And father will be pacing the floor. Listen to that fireplace roar. So really, I'd better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Well, maybe just to have a drink more. Put some records on while I pour. The neighbors <laughs> might think. Baby, it's so bad out there. Say, what's in this dream? No haps to be had out there. I wish I knew how Your eyes are starlight now the spell. I'll take your hat Peel off your skin I ought to say no, 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 Mind sir. if I move in a little closer? At least I'm gonna say that I tried What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't stay Baby, don't hold out Baby, it's cold, cold outside, outside. Connie and Fish Mornings on Mix 95.7 Okay, so uh, here's the deal. Mix957GR.com has a tribute page up. It's about Connie. Uh, we lost Connie Kelly 
our friend, our coworker, again, uh, like I said earlier, sister to John, Mark, Teresa, daughter to Mary and John. Uh, Connie uh, went to go spend some time with her dad Monday at uh, 218. And, and Connie touched a lot of people. And then we're going to talk to a gentleman named JoJo, one of our coworkers, in a sec. But there's a guy, and it's funny, not funny, haha, but funny, weird. Uh, there's a guy that we're talking to uh, that used to uh, work at a local radio station here by the name of Lee. In so our he, cluster. He worked in our building. Mm-hmm. And he is the only guy since we got here. Including and not limited to, I have not, I don't have any Connie and Fish T-shirts uh, that gave me a radio station T-shirt, which ironically I was wearing on your on your news interviews yeah, on Tuesday, yeah, the day after <laughs> Connie passed when we announced it on the air because it was he he realizes that I'm so fat that he's going to give me a comfy shirt and and it hooked me up so thanks for that Lee. What's going on, man? Did I, what, did I give you a four X? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was a four. I think it was a four. Uh, how you been, Lee? I've been all right. You know, I mean, listen, uh, I, I I tell everybody uh, that I talk to and everything like that since I left the, you know, cluster, you know, due to the conditions of the pandemic and everything like that. Uh, nothing bears in a comparison to what's going on this past year and everything. And so I just celebrate life. And that's, that's why I call today, man, because I tell you, um, well, first of all, hey, Christine. Hey. Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, you guys are going to uh, Christine had a double life. At one point, she was a jock on, on Magic as uh-huh. well and everything like that. Uh-huh. I had a, an alter ego named Brooklyn. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yep, I yep. was like looking. I thought it was maybe. I'm like, dude, aren't you married? <laughs> which, which, confirmed, which confirmed the news that Fish is not the only crazy person in that building. Hamburger. So that was, um, was Hamburger. So listen, yeah, I'm not, I, um, man, I tell you. I love Connie so much. You know, uh, Wendy said something on our post. And Wendy, Wendy, a digital person, I mm-hmm. say our because you know she's still cool people, and she I always talked to her Word. about stuff. But she, you know how she talked about that uh, that uh, Connie kind of you know bum rushed her <laughs> into her life and everything like that. And that simply was just the character and, and the love that that Connie had and everything. And, and we shared a kinship, you know, with adoption and everything like that. And it's a it's a it's a family thing and everything and and so uh, we constantly talked and everything and I don't, I don't know if um, it, I'm sure she has expressed this to you fish plenty of times and everything like that but we would have conversations about you know the time when you came on to the station and um, you know how everything her mood and everything changed and she just emphatically was grateful that you are now her now with her. On the on the station, you guys were together. It was the Connie and Fish show, and I could tell from it was like uh, I don't want to say night and day, but it certainly was a change. I mean, you brought a lot to her life, and and Thank people, you. I will tell you, I will tell you, the interaction that Connie and Fish have on the air is exactly what you will find, and maybe a little bit even more um, X-rated. Yeah. Uh, off 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 mic and everything uh-huh. like that, but that was just. It's the temperature of a great relationship, and man, I'm just I'm feeling for you. I'm feeling for Christine. I'm feeling the whole staff. I still have a kinship. I still keep up with you guys. Um, I saw your interview. Thanks for rocking that shirt, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and Lee, thank you. You had a very special place uh, in her heart, and, and know that we 
you know, uh, Connie, um, you know, I, I, you know, when you come to a new job and your friend's already working there, you're like, what's he like? What's they? What, what's she like? What, what are they like? And I said, well, what's this guy like? He seems pretty cool. She's like, oh, you're going to love him. He's great. If he ever asks us to do anything and I'm not around, just say yes. And then I'm like, well, what's this yeah. other guy like? And uh, it was a guy by the name of Jojo. And uh, she's, she's, I'm like, what's this JoJo guy like? And she's like, <laughs> he's kind of the crazy old man in the building. Just stay, stay away from him, and uh, he'll he'll yeah. make you smile. By the way, Lee, say hi to JoJo. He's in the studio. JoJo, what's up, man? Hey, Lee. Um, I'm glad you brought up the T-shirt thing too, because uh, the one thing that what? Oh, sorry. There's, we have no control on those mic levels, so just pull away. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I'm glad you brought up the T-shirt thing because um, I, I often wondered, and me and Andy were wondering this the other day, for as long as Connie, who had a great fashion sense, worked with Fish, I was just wondering why that never rubbed off on him. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, I'm going to let you go. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Hi, JoJo. How By you the doing? way, I'm wearing, I usually wear sweatshirts. Her old ones is what she gives me. Ask Steve. Mm -hmm. Steve will, uh, yep, that's what yeah. They're all old Connie sweatshirts hey brother uh so you I, I know we have you for limited time and that's why i had to let lee go quick but you really wanted to come out and talk about connie a little bit and i, and I love that because connie loved you and you know that yeah i i did know that and, and it was apparent right from the the, the get-go and, and fish you know this um for some reason if you've been through the central michigan university broadcasting school there's Which a, is, yeah yeah well, you, you, you went and, there well yeah. i didn't go to broadcasting school clearly but you and connie did well i was an art major but oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I had broadcasting classes because I was working at the radio station. That's awesome. And 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 it didn't matter what timeline you were in there. It was all, always an instant bond. So the minute I moved here, and I was going through a, a bad divorce when I moved here, that she immediately, we had something in common. And you know that she yeah. is just a kind person. So mm -hmm. immediately, that whole end of the hall down there, it was me, Josh Garber, who did afternoons there, Connie and Curtis, uh, Angela, yeah. and Johnny Walker, who all of those guys just took me under and just... We're just in it. it That's awesome. To be honest with you, it restored my uh, uh, faith in humanity and radio yeah. because I came from a really bad corporately led just where the management was on my case all the time. And, and you did mention something. I want to quick, give a quick sidebar out because people have been asking about this all week long and been, uh, Christine's been going through all the texts and everything. Uh, you, you dropped a name and I want to, I want to mention something. Uh, I, I haven't, Curtis and I haven't chatted. I knew, I met Curtis at the same time Connie met Curtis. But uh, if you know Curtis, and, and I honest to God don't have his number. But if you know Curtis, I've known him, or I knew him. You know, again, we met in 2001. Uh, he is, I would love to, Curtis, and if you're listening for some reason, Curtis, I would love to have you call into the show and for us to talk. That Curtis is the guy that Connie, is the only other guy Connie's ever, actually there was a couple other guys for a short fart in a can, but Curtis and I are the two substantial business partners of Connie and Curtis, yeah. you were more than welcome to call in the show. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Jojo. But it just made she made radio fun again because, you know, we I could always go in there and joke. And did, did you did you tell Craig Russell's story yet? Because no. there's the thing about Connie and, and you guys probably have already covered this. She was just an authentic person. There's yeah. nothing fake about Connie at all. She was who she was. And there was another dude who was just like that. Craig Russell did afternoons yeah. at our station at the same time. And he is I love Craig to death. He's the most mm -hmm. amazing person. You guys know Craig. Yep. Yeah. And and but he's creepy looking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, the way you say that, it's I, it's true. He's uh, a little if Craig creepy were here now, he would, agree, he would agree. But he yeah. has a big, big heart. He does. And, yeah. and he used to walk by her office every day and and just peek in there in a weird way. And she goes, Craig, you're creeping me out. So he put TLC's creep on his radio. Oh, that's awesome. Ringtone, and he would walk by there like this every day playing creep.
I'm a creep. Like, kind of like a, doing like a ska dance. And uh, she just, you would hear her laugh. And I'm like, what are you doing to her, Craig? And she's like, he would play creep all the time. He actually posted that on his tribute on Facebook to Connie. God. Yeah, that's, yeah, I know. That's uh, that's why I was wondering whether uh-huh. you guys had, had mentioned it. And and the other thing is, 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 is if you have a takeaway here, there's something I believe, and I wrote to this, I wrote a note to her, and I, I put this on here. There's something called the loving kindness. It is the goodness in the universe. Pause before you say this. She loved what you gave her, just so you know. I don't know if I ever told you that, and I'm sorry. because no, I, I, was kind of I a, knew the, she the would shuffler. love it. She loved it. That's fine, and I understand what you were going through, but dude, don't. No, you don't have to apologize. So you know, I'm sorry if I did. And, and Dan appreciated it, but go but, ahead. But there's something called the loving kindness. I believe this. It is the force of good in the universe, and... Uh, again, she had no idea what I was going through when she moved here. She just was being herself. But she doesn't understand, and I did get to tell her this, the kindness that she extended to me at that time made all the difference in my world. And that's what I want to give out to the universe today. If you just be kind to everybody, you don't know what they're going through, and you may Mm -hmm. help somebody get through something. The loving kindness is the good in the world. Put it on it. Put it forward in her name, Okay. Uh, because that's beautiful. That's, that is, that's, that's who she was, and that's who she wanted you to be. Um, and uh, I was going to tell one more story. That was, <laughs> oh, you know this fish. Yeah, you used to be in that dumpy studio right across from ours. Yeah, for about <laughs> we were going to be there for a month, and we were there for thirteen. You, literally a month. We were there for a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But you know, I'd come in here and I, I say hi. I'd ask for relationship advice. Yes. And she would just, she'd be running the board and she'd be, and I'm telling her the story and I'm like, is she even listening to, in my head I'm going, is she even listening to me? Because she's running this and I'm complaining about something. And she would just stop, think about it for a minute and she'd turn and look at me and she'd go, she'd say this, do you love her? Yep, I remember that. (laughs) I remember that. I remember that. (laughs) And I'm like, that's what it all comes down to, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. Do you love her? I said, yeah, and she just shrugged her shoulders. That's what love is. Like, you got to put up with that. And, and you'd leave the room. And uh, I, I remember this because you'd leave the room, and I'm not even going to play a joke on you or a prank. And she'd say, if he loves her, why didn't you just do it? Like, it's like, it's this. That's why she, because she was looking at you. She wasn't calling you dumb, but she was implying, like, do you love her? Well, I think so. Well, then there you go. Well, that's the thing. She was direct, and I loved that about her. Oh, 100%. You know, and she loved giving you advice. Now, <laughs> the dude that, you know, uh, the dude that's like coming by the, you know, the uh, office, looking like the guy that's always just a friend. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like Craig guy that JoJo was talking about. <laughs> you know, that might be a bit. Yeah, that might be a little bit much. But uh, in all honesty, brother, thank you so much. I, thank I, you. I appreciate it. Thanks, JoJo. Uh, and, and I just, my heart goes out to you and Dan both. And, and I haven't talked to Dan yet, and uh, I feel for him. But he's a great guy, and I hope he gets through this fine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been a... It's been a tough time. He heard some of the show yesterday, the people calling in, talking about her, and it actually, uh, he had the response I'd hope he'd had. Because I've been terrified yeah. that I was going to do something wrong in her name this week. It's, it's the, the stress levels through that, the yeah. roof. You, Doug said that he might let me uh, end the show one day next week, two minutes early, Ooh. and go home. Be as a treat. <laughs> you should you take a week yeah. off, dude. You should take some time off. I might, but I, I don't know. I mean, what am I going to do? You need to. Sit in my hot tub with Christine and drink? I mean, that's... <laughs> and, and, but that being said, I do understand that that coming into work every day is a great way to Process. move. Yes, yes, absolutely. By the way, yesterday, you know, I knew it was going to hit me at some point. I was driving to the chiropractors, mm-hmm. and I just lost it. 
Yeah. And I got there, and he's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm, I explained to him, and he gave me a hug, and I was like, all right, I'm good, man. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he crack you? Yeah. yeah. Well, he and then, then he fixed my back. Hamburger. <laughs> and that's great. All right, thank you thank very you, much. Brother. Thanks, JoJo. No, thank you so much, JoJo. Okay, let's go to Laura real quick. And then, Laura, I, uh, we're going to play that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a song, Laura, that uh, – Mm-hmm. That really got Christine this week in reference to Connie. It's a Bieber mm-hmm. song called Holy. We're going to play that in a sec. But, Laura, okay. what did you want to say about Connie? Well, this is what happened. This was quite a few, about 10 years ago. Connie and Fish were broadcast in Milwaukee, and um, I would listen to them, and I would call in and, you know, give my opinions on things. And Connie and I became kind of like kindred spirits, like we would share things with one another. And it just became this really cool friendship over over our common interests and things like that. So we would message one another and Taylor Swift was coming to concert in Milwaukee and I didn't have a lot of money, but anyways, I messaged Connie and I said, Hey, do you guys have extra tickets for the show? Because you guys were giving them away. And she said, no, you know, but you can find them on StubHub or whatever Ticketmaster." And I said, okay, but they were really expensive. And I said, all right. So I wasn't able to go, but like right before the concert, I think it was the day before, but Connie messaged me and she says, do you still need tickets? And I said, well, sure. And she says, well, go pick them up at the station. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. She gave her the tickets. Uh, yeah, That is and, so cool. And correct me if I'm wrong, Laura, they were Connie's tickets. I honestly. They were. Just I so would, you know. I didn't even honestly know that. Yeah. You're gonna make her cry. I'm sorry, you wanted to see, you wanted to go more, yeah. and that and that's uh, the way yeah. Connie was. I mean, now it was, if it was Abba, yeah. you wouldn't have gotten them. Yeah. If it was, right. or if they were my tickets, or you wouldn't Bob have gotten Seger. the tickets. Yeah, or if they were, you wouldn't have gotten them. But if uh, yeah. you wanted to go more, and it meant more to you, then uh, you know Connie had already done, wow. been there, done that, and uh, just well, so you we, know that. Well, we I can't even believe that. That's amazing because we walked into the – I tricked my daughter. I said I came home early from work, and I said, I want some concert tickets to go see Rod Stewart. I lied, and we get to the station and walked in, and I t- told the receptionist I'm here for the tickets, and she said, which one? And I said, Taylor Swift, and my daughter almost – she went crazy <laughs> and was the most excited 18-year – my daughter – thought the heavens opened up and Connie dropped, obviously dropped down, obviously from the heavens and made her entire life. I, I can't even, That's awesome. I'd have to send you guys pictures because I can't even believe what the great, it was the greatest gift because my daughter worked so hard in high school and she was salutatorian and she just, she really, it was a gift from, it was amazing. So I just That's wanted awesome. to say thank you. I mean, it was amazing. Oh, you're very so. welcome. And thank you, Laura, yeah. for sharing that story. I, I really appreciate it. Seriously. Uh, we're going to talk to somebody, by the way, who uh, has tons of Connie stories. Uh, her name's Megan. It's not, no, this isn't Connie, Megan's best friend, uh, Connie's best friend, Megan, from college. This is uh, Megan here locally. This who, is my co-host. Yeah, Steve's co-host. Should we actually let Meg, for us to let someone fill into the show. Oh, I remember. Yeah, she likes. <laughs> she's like you and Steve. She likes the weed. Uh, okay. we'll, we're going to talk to her in just a second. Uh, we have a lot going on here today. Uh, I do want to give you this. I, Christine really got this. This like as far as a current song goes. Yeah. This song got you on my. I Tuesday. ran a red light because I was so like full of emotion, just Seriously. thinking about Connie, and this song came on, and I just I lost it. 
So uh, look at log on to Mix957GR.com. Mix957GR.com. You should have the app. And everything you need to know about the app and all that stuff is on the Mix957GR.com. But check out our tribute page. Share it with your friends on uh, social media if you want. Uh, we actually, uh, I'm not saying this uh, because I need our website needs the hits. I'm saying this because this woman, Connie, that lost her battle with cancer on Tuesday, Monday, sorry, at 218, uh, was near and dear to all of us, a lot of us. And uh, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play this Bieber song. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to play, uh, and it's going to go right from Bieber. Because Christine and I are going to go to the bar downstairs. going to play this <laughs> Bieber song. It's going to go right from Bieber into... A thing where it's uh, right before my uh, man parts went down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my two favorite women, other than obviously Alicia, but uh, my two favorite women that I've known the longest in my life. Uh, it's a Connie and Fish rewind of Connie and my mother. Uh, both of them have now uh, passed, but I don't want to talk into it because, frankly, I'm going to get upset anyway. So here you go. This is Connie and Fish. This is Justin Bieber's Holy Mix 95.7. Yeah, my mama's on the phone. Yes, she is. Hi, Mom. Good morning, Connie. Good morning, Fishy. Grab that girl. She sounds lovely. Who? Which girl? The 17-year-old? Just, just read the news. Oh, Abby. Read. Abby. <laughs> oh, Abby. Abby. Oh, that's nice. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it? She'll do. She'll do. Mom. what she wants. Rule number one in radio, don't mount your producer. <laughs> When has that ever bothered you? Yeah, yeah, good point. Really, what about you and Cheeks? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Mom? I'm doing well. It's finally raining here for the first time since we got here six weeks ago. So my, it's my mom is in Michigan right now uh, visiting yeah. my uh, grandmother and uh, mm-hmm. her uh, favorite yes. brother. <gasps> yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> fun time. Wait, isn't that your only brother? Do you have other brothers? Yeah, she's got Yeah, a... I have another brother in England. Oh, I have right. brother in England. Oh, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> no, so I, I hear you're having a crazy morning this morning. Yeah, it's a little uh, different. It has been <laughs> special, Mom. <laughs> we, we've been laughing a lot. Let's put it that and way. And we wanted we'll some... talking about <laughs> Not us. <laughs> okay, so mom, uh, let's. I want to talk to you about something here. Okay, we oh, were talking right. about Connie was uh, earlier this morning. There was a survey done about opposites attracting and how that really doesn't work. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know you and Dad have been married for Jesus. What? Like forty-seven. Forty-seven years. I'm an absolute saint. Good yes. for you. Yeah, yeah. Forty-seven well, years. Hey, yeah. were you? Uh, had you ever dated other guys uh, when you and Dad got married? Not very much, because I was only 17 when I came here, and I met him right away. Right. But didn't you steal him from another woman? Yes, I did, but all (laughs) he had to do was say 20 in that very American way, and I just melted. He said 20, and you melted? I love the way he said 20. In his dad voice, so my dad's voice is very similar to... Uh, Sylvia, twenty. <laughs> oh, and that was it. That Why was, it. was he saying twenty? Was he asking? That's what, what he was charging? offering. Her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he meant it was going to be twenty seconds, and it had all the other. <laughs> <laughs> and On you melted. Day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're she, easy. Well, my mom was <laughs> easy pure. To please. She waited till the wedding night, and that's the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> Yeah. You got um, screwed on that deal, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Okay, Mom. Big discussion today. Okay, so we were talking about that, and then it segued into uh, we were talking about like uh, in a relationship with somebody when you start out at the beginning. Okay, like when you're not even you're not even exclusive yet. You're just starting to go on dates. It should be yeah. it should be fun. However, and exciting. Sometimes you know cer- certain circumstances happen, and it's not fun. And I truly believe it. I think Connie, you agree. If it's worth it. You, you give it a shot. How if would you know if it was worth it if it was difficult from minute one? Not difficult, but there whatever circumstance. If it's worth it, you give it a shot. If it's not, you move on. That was our point, right? Well, it depends how rich he is. Well, was yours fun at the beginning with Dan? What makes you think it isn't fun now? No, that's good. Because my theory is it's very fun at the beginning. Then you have stuff you have to work through when you get to know each other or you get married and you live together. You have kids. You, you have messy. issues that, yeah. you know, you don't know how, you, how each other's going to react because it's not you. So you have to work through stuff. And then it gets fun. But, I mean, it can be fun during it, but there are obstacles. Absolutely. Yeah, they're called children. Yeah. I, that's yeah. what, you know, seriously, my parents have been married 48 years this year. So you guys have been married about the same amount of time. And uh-huh. my mom says that the only thing they ever fought about was raising kids. Yeah, I don't think, no, we fought a lot about money, you know, because he wasn't making enough and I was spending too much. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Did you really fight about money? Because I only remember one fight that you and dad ever had that I ever saw, and I can remember it because dad took us to a movie because that's how dad dealt with things and and that's how I now deal with things. But Yeah, um, it was annoying. Yeah, he he wouldn't stop driving. Do you remember that? And you wanted to go, we were taking a road trip to Florida from Michigan. Oh, that's crazy, that, yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't stop driving. That's the only fight I ever remember. I mean, you guys never really had any fights, did you? Maybe they just didn't fight around you. Well, I knew which buttons to push, you know, to to get him to calm down and that, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So you manipulated my father is what you're telling me. Oh, I've been manipulating manipulating him for 47 years. This is Mix 95.7, Mix957GR.com. Uh, that was, uh, and we'll get into that in a second, that was uh, the, Connie and my mom. But uh, log on to Mix957GR.com and see a tribute to Connie Kelly, our friend, our co-worker, our family, uh, sister. Log on to the website and uh, you can uh, see an amazing tribute to her. Um, I've got... Three radio people with me right now, and a radio wannabe on the phone, Megan. Uh, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, Connie here. But I want to point out real quick about that rewind that I just played. And I thought of it on my way in today, and I talked to Steve and said, Steve, can you grab it? Steve, you have been behind the scenes. Amazing. He's not been on the air this week at all, really, yeah, which is the way Rob and the rest of management prefer Steve. Right? <laughs> Take my name out of your mouth. Okay, wait, yeah, sir. What'd you say? That was me. I said, take my name out of your mouth. That's okay, not yeah, me. Sorry. But uh, in all honesty, uh, Steve has done an amazing job uh, this week, Megan, and yeah. uh, we've really enjoyed uh, a lot of the stuff and uh, the way he's honoring Connie is by putting together all these like little promos and clips of Connie, and he's been working mega hours and the podcasts and everything on the website, and uh, we really appreciate him for that. Um, that being said, uh, Megan, uh, can you give me a quick story about how Connie touched you? Um, so my little story was actually in Punta Cana. Um, her and I kind of had a moment in the pool. We were drinking our Sammy Sosa's and that weird monkey drink. I don't remember what that was. It's called a dirty monkey. <laughs> dirty monkey. That's what it was. Um, and we, she was asking me about, you know, how I got on the trip and things like that. And it came to, um, the day after we were getting home was going to be the three year anniversary of the woman that 
helped raise me passed away from cancer um, in 2015 in January also. And it, um, I've kind of reflected a little bit the last couple of days on that conversation with her and just how, how crazy it is that we never would have thought that two, less than two years later that this would have happened. Um, but she was just so, I mean, wanted to know about her and just my, hear my stories, you know, and it was just wanted to know about this beautiful woman that had touched me so dearly. And it just, she had such a warm heart. She had such a love for you. I know that you and Steve have more in common with your heavy usage of marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) uh, No, honest to God, uh, all joking aside, uh, she had such a love for you, and I wanted, and I know you waited a while to just say that, and I wanted to yeah. say thank you so much, uh, not only for holding, but for uh, uh, the story and the call. And uh, I, I'm sorry to let you go so briefly, but we have this girl named Wendy that works with us, who does a lot of the behind the scenes, the web stuff. Uh, we call her Webby Wendy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Wendy's been uh, working hard this week, putting together the website stuff and the tribute stuff. And uh, uh, you know, Wendy, I I, I know that you. Uh, before we get into you being in the shower crying on uh, Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get into that, which was like weirdly uh, hot but uh, sad at the at same, same time, time. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to, to talk a little bit about the clip we played a little bit ago of my mother and Connie. The reason I wanted Steve to play that is uh, until I met my wife, who's kind of important uh, uh, to me, very important to me, to be honest, uh, until I met my wife. The two most dominant women in my life were my mother, I was a mama's boy, and uh, Connie. So to play those two on the air, and the, one of the things I said to her, whatever, is uh, say hi to my mom or whatever, don't tell her the dirty stuff or whatever. You know uh, she did. Yeah, I know she did. <laughs> Son of a bee. But yeah, uh, well, that was one of the things I said. And uh, Wendy, uh, I just want to thank you for everything you've done and if you have a story you could share or if you could tra- let the uh, members of the click of six have a moment with connie something they may not have known about her or whatever that's appropriate for air because you partied with her <laughs> uh, what would it be um i think you know you guys have touched on it uh quite a few times you know connie was amazing and she she shared herself um with the audience but she was also very kind of um, private person. So when you were allowed into her life, uh, suddenly there was no privacy and Connie would share everything with you, um, which was, <laughs> which was amazing. And I, you know, she, she had such a profound effect on me. Um, you know, you guys had, um, nationally syndicated coast to coast free bird. <laughs> I, it's funny that you Remind mentioned me, who are they? nationally syndicated coast to coast free beer and hot wings that were on the show that we all started our career together. I, I got a note from their uh, their person, their PR person. Yeah, that uh-huh. I uh, apparently forgot to do something every time that we were at the end of that. It's nationally syndicated coast to coast free beer and hot wings. <laughs> so anyway, go on, Wendy. Anyway, so I started my radio career um, with those guys. And uh, Greg was kind of always my person. And um, after I got to know Connie, and I <laughs> this made her laugh, I think, and, and she appreciated it in a way. I uh, at one point was hanging out with her um, 
and I looked at her and I said, Connie, um, Greg was always my person, but uh, unfortunately for you, you're going to have to be my person now. Oh, she <laughs> loved that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, um, you know, she, my uh, not husband, what do you call him? Chris, you're, you're, not, husband, you're not husband, boyfriend. Husband, boyfriend, not husband. Chris. Um, you know, we would spend a lot of time with Dan and Connie, and um, Connie's big thing, because, you know, she and Dan had been together for a long time before yeah. they um, got married, uh, and that's sort of the same situation with us. And the last time that I hung out with her, which um, was about a month before um, she was diagnosed, um, she was like, so you guys are going to do it, like, at some point, right? Not do it, do it. Um, you're you're going to get married. You're going to do it. And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe. And she looked at me straight in the face. She was like, I have a very important question to ask you. And I said, okay. And she said, can I be your flower girl? <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, that is perfect because that is so her. And you know she made it dramatic like, I have a very, very important question to ask you. And then it's like, really? That was your, yeah, sure. Sure, sweetheart. Well, then I had to be like, well, I had that that spot bookmarked for Rob, but. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> Rob, who's with us right now. Uh, and, and, and Wendy, thank you so much uh, for calling in. But more importantly, and I know I said this to you yesterday off the air, but. What you've done with the station's website, I, we really appreciate and we love you for. And it's a great way for, there's a lot of people behind the scenes that have been honoring Connie this week. And we love that you've done that. And so thank you. Oh, thank you for allowing me to do it. It it was a labor of love. And, and I know, honey. And I know it was hard on you. And, and, and I say thank you very much. There's a gentleman that's uh, near and dear to our heart, mine and Connie's heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Rob actually knows. Rob actually is uh, kind of been around the block and several times. Radio. His name is Randy Hawk, and uh, Randy has become. Uh, he would be like the male Connie for me, mm-hmm. if you will. And I'm not joking. Uh, with my career, with my heart, uh, he and the, he and I haven't had the same experience as Connie and I had on a more intimate level. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, have you guys laid in bed together? Uh, <laughs> I don't think we did, Randy. Did we? <laughs> No, I don't think it's ever gotten to that point. (laughs) But uh, we've been talking to a lot of people that uh, Connie worked for throughout the day, and you obviously you being one of them, and kind of asking stories or interactions. And and I'm like, I wonder what what Randy would say. Would it be a powerful conversation? Would it be a shot on your birthday from your morning show that's competing against you across the street? What 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 would you choose? Uh, If if I was to talk about the the biggest story with Connie and I, I would say it's the very first time we met. I don't know. I, I, I thought you might've guessed that one, but do you remember we met when you guys were still at Z104 and uh, myself and the president of our company, which kind of tells you how loose our company is. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're up at a Packer game drinking before the game like yes. that at a tailgate party. And you guys were at the same tailgate party. Oh, yeah. Oh, I totally remember that day. Because <laughs> I think we were like, hey, we may want to get to know you more in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. That had to be almost 20 years ago now, like probably like 17 or 18 years ago. That's amazing. At least. Yeah. Wow. And, and, uh, and so you guys came up and introduced yourselves. Yeah. And we were like, we were, we could see you coming from a ways away. It was like one of those. 
And we're like, oh, are they coming over here? <laughs> uh oh. Because <laughs> the competition was was pretty intense at that point, right? It was uh, very much, and it, it was especially between our two companies, you know, because our our two companies had like three stations and three big morning shows that aligned, and it was it was pretty intense and, uh, <laughs> and, and we ended up having a blast. We ended up drinking all the way to the time it was supposed to be time for the game. And then, then after the game, we both, we went back to the same spot and we ended up having more beers together. And it and I remember I, I was like, yeah, felt really good about that. Like, wow, those guys were really cool. I thought they were just going to come up and, uh, and, and not be cool. And it was, wasn't cool. And oh, you guys are great. It was cool. And we, we kind of busted each other's chops for yes. the first half hour of it. <laughs> and, and Randy is very good at busting people's chops. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, it's funny. And Randy, it's, what's really funny is uh, another gentleman uh, by the name of Rob, who's with us right now, uh, indirectly worked for you when he was in Springfield with your company. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're like, uh, you're like I, I said. Randy's pretty good at busting people's chops, and Rob goes, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I've experienced that a time or two. <laughs> I didn't know Rob was there. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. Uh, under the circumstances, it's right, been right. kind of a brutal time, but um, these shows have helped a ton. It's been great to hear all the old stories and stuff like that. One of the in particular things I remember, Connie would not let me live down that day was um, uh, a person a person came up and uh, who was a really diehard listener of Connie and Fish and she walked and, and she looks at me and she goes, Oh, I'd like you to meet our listener. I look at her and I go, I knew you had one. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, that's like the theory of the click of six yeah. almost could have started there. Because Randy literally, I can remember that as well. He was like, I knew you had one. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. had one. One. And then she introduced me to the person I went, you're the one. Yeah. <laughs> they're looking at me like, they're, like they weren't in on the joke. The rest of us are laughing. I'm like, I knew you were the one. You know, but, they thought they were like some sort of exclusive person that won a gift or something. <laughs> and I want to point this out too, Randy, before we let you go. And I know that you're a busy guy and, and, I, and, I, and I can't thank you enough for all the uh, messages and uh, support this week. And, uh, and you know what you mean to me. But uh, I do want to point one thing out that he's saying, I knew you had the one listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would eventually then uh, split from Connie and Fish and take a break uh, when Curtis would then join with Connie for seven years. And uh, a, a good chunk of a career for Connie, by the way. Right, it, yeah. So I'm not downplaying Curtis. But I would then go work for Randy. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I uh, sat down with Randy, he said, the first question I have for you is actually from my wife. My wife is wondering if your mother would be on the show with you still because she loved your mom with Connie and Fish. So my point, Randy, to you is I think our second listener. Oh, I was going to say his wife was the one listener. You know, that this is true. My wife, uh, my, uh, my wife uh, used to run a, uh, uh, a clinic, um, a cosmetic clinic. I don't know how, what you would call it here in Madison. A med spa? And, 
<laughs> yeah, like that. uh, yeah, that's a great way. To, yeah, perfect. So, uh, a med spa. I'm going to tell her that she's been a stay-at-home mom for 15 years. She probably use that, that that reinforcement that she used to work. You know, it's like you get to the point where the kids are in high school. She's like, I got to get back to work. But uh, the uh, the um, the that clinic, she had to come home for one day and go, hey. Uh, just so you know, uh, this is when Connie and Fish were still competing with us. And just so you know, um, I signed a contract to do uh, <laughs> endorsements with Connie and Fish. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I did. It was it was funny too because I remember the and day I'm like, we. Can we make something go wrong when you're working on fish? Yeah. And you guys saw us. You did. Yeah, it was funny too because I remember I remember meeting your wife and I was like, damn. <laughs> and I was like, Connie, check this lady out. Like, who is this lady? And she's like. So, yeah, I'm ready because that's a dead-on impression of her voice. I'm just kidding. She, yeah, I'm terrified. Yeah, yeah. yeah but she was yeah, like. Yeah, my wife sounds like Marge Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so uh, I'm a Randy, Randy Hawk's wife in the competition at the time. And I remember meeting her, and I was like, man. Yeah, I'd met Randy before. I'm like, he must have a good personality. <laughs> <laughs> shot this, shot the, what is it? What do you say about me with my wife all the time? I shot above the post or whatever it is? Uh, you you kicked your coverage. That's what it is. <laughs> if you need to know about sports, Randy knows that. I don't understand it. I know. You're I'm like, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Randy, thank you so much, man. And, and thanks again for everything uh, behind the scenes you've done this week. I appreciate you. Yeah, I, I appreciate the way you guys have done this. It's, um, it's been a really, uh, it's been a really therapeutic way to, to, um, to remember her and, uh, and uh, it's it's actually brought a lot of laughs and 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 good memories. So uh, thanks for. Uh, I know these shows have probably been tough for everybody, but I really appreciate the work you guys are putting into it. Thank you, brother, man. I, I, I thank you very much. I'm much love. Uh, I don't mean I'm being cheesy like they want to love, but I'm like love you, man. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a great guy. Uh, Rob can testify testify to that, or probably should because he'll hear it later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, he's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's another Just in guy. Case. There's another guy that was a Connie boss uh, as well. All of our um, bosses. Who's a, a, a pretty good guy. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk to him in about forty seconds. Connie, Connie, and Fish. So we went and dropped our taxes off, and then went to Gun Lake, and we totally lost. But you won two crockpots, or no? You don't win them. It's a promotional thing. So when you have your players card, you go and you swipe. Yeah, and on free crockpot night, and then you get a you get you get a little printout thing, and you take it over to the crockpot lady, and then she gives you a crockpot. So you actually have so two crockpots. Dan got a crockpot, and I got a crockpot. They were the most expensive crockpots I've ever gotten in my entire Are life. Are you serious? Yeah, you get a crockpot. You know, you get a crockpot. Connie and Fish on Mix ninety five seven. Mix957gr.com is the website to see the tribute to Connie. And again, Wendy was on earlier, and thank you so much to Wendy for putting that together. Uh, today we've been, uh, this week has been kind of like this, uh, unfortunately. And, and, and we talked about this a little bit behind the scenes. Um, and Tom, we're going to talk to you here in just a sec. Uh, you're live on the air, by the way, so don't swear. Uh, uh, so uh, behind the scenes here, unfortunately, when Connie announced that she was diagnosed with stage four cancer, this is still... A business, if you will. Uh, but uh, Christine steps up. Uh, Christine was hired by this gentleman, Tom, uh, years ago. Christine steps up and says, I want to help out my friend Connie. And, uh, you know, uh, to be honest, is a, 
uh, she and her mother are religious and they're doing the rosary beads and if you say it wrong the prayer and the kneelers and all that stuff and, <laughs> yeah and uh, praying for Connie and that's what your goal was so Christine had a hard time and Rob, and Rob can also attest to this had a hard time with the concept of we have to talk about life after Connie mm -hmm. as far as what do we do to honor mm -hmm. Connie when she passes mm -hmm. um, Connie had an easier time with that than Christine uh, yeah. Connie and I actually kind of plotted a little bit. Management was like, I think you should do this and you should do that. And actually, I'm not saying I think I do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we haven't. But <laughs> uh, management did put, offer some good suggestions. And uh, and we've done a couple of them. Uh, you know, tomorrow on the show, Doug Sweet Sweet D came up with this dance party all, all four day. hours, mm -hmm. all music, all honoring Connie. Not slow though dance party kicking it all day tomorrow so just so you know but tom is uh on the phone with us and tom is one of those managers that really didn't understand <laughs> connie's <laughs> unique radio stylings but i, I want to point out before we even get into you tom i want to point this out so connie uh is working with curtis at this point and she's gonna you know but connie's show is connie's show Connie's and, and and when I was separate, my show, uh, the, the fish in the morning at the time it was called, my show was Connie's show. Like Connie and I, that's why we synced. We had the same philosophies, and the reason I had yeah. the same philosophies as Connie is because she was my mentor. I was yeah. her, yeah, yeah. I was her intern, producer, sidekick, co-host. I've been saying that all week. Yeah. So when Tom, uh, you know, actually called me, this is a true story. I don't know if you guys know this. Okay. Tom actually called me. And Connie and I were not working together anymore. And this was after he had done the interview with Connie and Curtis. And he called me. I'll bet you didn't think I was going to go here. He called me <laughs> and said, I know this is awkward and weird. And it sounds like uh, you guys are like casual friends still or whatever. But what do you think of this woman? Connie, and uh, what do you think, uh, in extension as well, Curtis, because I heard you worked with him as well before he became her partner, because I did. Mm -hmm. Connie and I met Curtis at the same time. What did you think of Connie and Curtis? And I laughed. And what do you remember what I said to you? I know this was years I ago. I don't remember what you said. I said you'd point. be an idiot if you didn't hire her. I said she was the most talented person yeah. I'd ever met in radio. And correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not looking for a stroke. I said she was the most talented person I'd ever met in radio, mm -hmm. and she was brilliant. Does that sound? Yeah, does that ring I a do. bell? Yeah. Now that you're saying that, I do remember that, and I thought at the end of that, okay, um, that's exactly what I needed to hear. I always wanted to dig deep on shows and people that I uh, was looking at hiring, and you were kind of the final piece of that puzzle. And I think as everybody in the studio knows, and probably not listeners to a certain extent, but. Uh, sometimes people behind the scenes in this business don't get along well, and it was actually refreshing to hear you say she is the smartest person I know, and you would be a fool to not hire that show. It was refreshing to, to hear you so closely bonded with somebody and have their back uh, to such a strong degree uh, that you said that. And that was uh, that was the start of, I think, a, a good casual relationship fish between you and i, I while connie and curtis were on the air yep. and it set the stage when we looked at, at bringing you in with connie 
And uh, and then uh, and then Tom and I got more of an uh, intimate relationship. Did uh, you guys share a bed? I not, was no. thinking. <laughs> no, no. Thank you. If, if I shared a bed with Tom, Christine would be so much more attracted to me. Because we all know what type of guy Christine likes. Uh, yes, we do. Yes, yes, we do. Rob. Okay. <laughs> Tom, I, I, I know this week's been hard on you. And I know that... Uh, Connie helped you, and I don't. That it's your choice to decide what you dig into and what you say in this segment that I'm going to give you here in seconds. Sure. Uh, but I know this week has been hard on you. I know what Connie did for you emotionally. I know what Connie did for you as a human. And and a fun story would be nice. But uh, what's something maybe that because you and Connie had a very unique relationship. What's uh, something that uh, you, you you think people should know about? Our friend Connie <laughs> Kelly, who lost her battle with cancer uh, Monday at 2.18 in the afternoon. Uh, the, the first thing that I have been thinking every day that I've listened this week is, uh, first off, I can't believe that she's no longer with us. But I don't think that Connie realizes the the number of people that she touched and how how profoundly she affected people in her everyday life just because she was being Connie. Yeah, and I agree. Hearing the stories this week have been, it's, it's incredible. You hear from people who've worked with her, who've been close friends with her and listeners too, who were affected just because she was being Connie. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I was fortunate that, you know, look, when, when Connie came into my world, uh, I needed a, a great show. I needed a show that I thought could get ratings for 95.7 and could help turn the station around. I had the support of our corporate team and, and the support of Russ, who you had on earlier today, uh, to, you know, to make things happen and to, to get the station where it needed to be ratings-wise. And when, uh, when Connie and, and Curtis came in, I, I admit straight up, Connie and I laughed about this even, you know, even the last time I talked to her. Yeah. I was a, a micromanaging, overbearing, kind of a prick boss <laughs> yeah. When, yeah. when they started. And, you know, I, I know everybody in the studio is like shaking their head going, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. It, it was, I'm going to go maybe two weeks into their time. And Connie and I sat down and, and she was like, look, we got, we got to figure something out here. And we had a long conversation about what the station needed to do and what the morning show needed to do. And as Connie did in everyday life, she pretty much told me the way it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's <laughs> true. You know, uh, Tom, a, a little a little nug for you. I, again, I can say whatever I want to this guy because he knows without a doubt. And you've been great. And your messages to her were great. And she was sad she couldn't see you, but she understood COVID, right? So mm -hmm. leave it at that. Yeah. But uh, not in Tom. I'm not saying Tom had COVID. I'm just saying <laughs> right, yeah, she yeah. understands the scares or whatever. So uh, Connie starts here, and uh, she's with Curtis, and I'm in. Uh, I think I'm in Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah, I'm, at, I'm in Minneapolis. Because me and Tom mornings. met, you, or I met you in Minneapolis. Because yeah, I thought you were a side piece. But <laughs> yeah. you, uh, yeah, I did. He was like, "No, this is my midday girl." Yeah, and you I weren't like, the only one. <laughs> no, exactly. exactly. And, uh, I, and Connie actually. Uh, uh, goes to uh, this was when you were and, and mind you, you Connie loved you so just know that she, Connie goes to a parking lot and uh, she leaves this building and she's on her way home and she's like I, I I have to pull over and she'd been here like a week or two right before she sat down with him 
and she mm-hmm. calls me and she's just she's crying and she's like i hate market changes and and i hope dan doesn't mind me saying this i don't think he will i hate market changes and i hate going through this and this sucks and just help me vent and we talk it through we talk mm-hmm. it through and there's a reason i'm sharing this story uh and we talk it through and she eventually talks to tom and figures it all out uh and i don't know if she ever told you that i'm assuming i don't know why she would uh but here's the irony tom uh <laughs> About a month ago, uh, it was two, I think it was two months ago. It was two months ago before she got really bad, when she could still hold the phone. Uh, two months ago, I go to a parking lot, and I'd had the worst day uh, here. Yeah. Now, no offense to you. It's not because of you, no. Christine. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, not necessarily because of anybody. I'm just, I miss my friend, right? Mm-hmm. I had the worst day here, and I go, and I call her, and I'm crying, and I'm yelling and I'm, you know, whatever, like uh, I'm just upset and it comes full circle and she helps me go mm-hmm. through it. And that's the type of person Connie was, Tom, you know what I mean? Oh my God. She would help people through, uh, through really bad times and really dark times and always, always had great advice and uh, was it was a shoulder to cry on. And, uh, she, in a fish earlier, you had mentioned that you know I could share whatever I felt comfortable sharing on this. And uh, when I was in Grand Rapids, I went through a what I considered a fairly brutal divorce. I don't know if it was acrimonious necessarily, but I, you know, nobody gets married with the intent of of being divorced. And I went to marriage counseling and you know really tried to try to work that out. And it was pretty difficult. It was a, a tough time in my life and. I found, much like uh, other people have said, I found a good ear in Connie and great advice from Connie. And there were times that like, she would come in and we, you know, we'd have a morning show meeting or whatever. And then, you know, it was good Curtis at the time and he would he'd leave and Connie and I would sit there and two hours would pass. We'd been sitting there talking for two hours yeah. about whatever, whether it was radio stuff or more often than not, it was personal stuff. And uh, Connie saw me cry more than her fair share of times going through that. And she always was um, a steady voice and somebody that I knew I could trust. And uh, I, I think it speaks to her desire to, to help people and her desire to help people work through things and or to make them laugh and make them smile. And that's something that, that she did every morning on the radio is, really lifted spirits, but she also helped people through some really difficult times. And I don't think that I would have been able to get through that period in my life without having uh, somebody uh, as good of a friend as Connie. I agree. Was I know is. what you mean. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that for you, but I'm just saying, I know what you, I, obviously I get what you're saying. And I, and I know we all do. And I know Rob started to kind of tear up here and I want to say that I find this fascinating and, and I'm not slamming you, Tom, but I, I always love to say something like that first. And then you're yeah. <laughs> I'm not slamming you at all by any means, uh, but there's something about, and there's another, and it's funny, the name Tom, there's another gentleman by the name of Tommy Bodine that was our uh, program director uh, for a while as well. And there's something about program directors, which is your boss in this, our situation, um, our, like our legit boss, uh, where they are either like sweet, sweet D, mm-hmm. don't be stupid and get it done. Yeah. Or they're like, Tom, uh, who 
can you know sit in his office uh dimly lit by you know not, not trying to hit on anybody just <laughs> dimly lit you know <laughs> listening to old chicago yeah, records so true. Uh, and, which, and, and the other tommy that we had as a boss for like five six years same thing but I, i'm sure you'd hear it down the hall oh yeah he's like Hey, Connie, can you come here? I need to talk. <laughs> Do you want a shot? Connie hears the music and she runs <laughs> off. Yeah, exactly. You know, if he's thumping it in there, then she's like, hey, Tom, what's up? How you doing? He's like, hey, uh, I was wondering if you could, uh, I mean, is that, uh, just real quick, Tom, is this, is this about right? <laughs> is, that, is that accurate? You're pretty close with the sound. Yeah, is that, like, that is totally oh, is that, that, that is totally perfect. right. Okay, perfect example. Okay. I was just trying to see if I was you just then. I was just making sure. Uh, Tom, I'm going to do something in your honor. Uh, I appreciate you. I love you, man. And thank you for you, the Tom. amazing messages yes, this week. I love all of you. And I love Connie. And I love that the team that is there at that radio station and that in that building has come together so beautifully um i love all of you do you love I, steve I, I love steve too it's weird i talked to steve and i just felt like i had sweat on my hands Oh, brother, thanks for the out. That is the time to let you go. Love you, Tom. This is uh, just a couple more seconds for Tom. Here you go. I could just see him crying. That guy has the deepest pipes ever. You know, you know how uh, Morgan Freeman always is the voice of God. Yeah, I've always said Tom could be discount God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't afford yeah, Morgan God. Freeman. Just ten dollars, you got Tom. Uh, yeah, welcome to heaven. Uh, <laughs> heaven to light. Uh, you couldn't afford it. Uh, uh, so uh, you almost made it. Yeah, yeah. Like, almost. You almost made it. But Tom was a, a great boss. He had a really open mind, and he was a really good guy. And he. One of the things that he uh, he did was uh, he, he he had a good eye for talent. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, there was this uh, cute little number who uh, he liked, <laughs> and uh, and he said, uh, "Yeah, Rob, I'll hire you." No, uh, and he said, uh, "There's something special there, and I think you need to be a part of our staff." And she was behind the scenes, and he filled in here and there, and the weekends and stuff, but behind the scenes. But she meant a lot to Connie. She would eventually move, and I remember earlier we talked to, uh, and Rob, you weren't here, but we talked to one of our old producers, Pop-Tart, and our coworker Nate. They were in Jackson, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. They worked for a company called The Radio People, which Connie and I worked there right, right. for a while with Pop-Tart, who was, you loved Pop-Tart. Oh, she was awesome. Yeah, she was very, she's very... Lucid. I wasn't sure Pop-Tart was going to be a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah her name is Tracy, but... <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I love Pop-Tarts. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but she, uh, they work for a company called The Radio People, as does our former co-worker, who I know Connie touched, uh, who has probably had a hard week uh, uh, because of the loss of Connie and sent me a beautiful message the other day. Hi, Bethany. Hi. Hi, Bethany. Yeah, good morning. Hi, guys. Um, morning bethany i know you woke up early steve told me you usually sleep until like noon i don't know (laughs) what gig you have but uh we wanted to have you on because uh i know that uh, you meant a lot to connie connie really liked you 
Uh, and I know that uh, I know for a fact because I was in the room that she gave you some pretty solid career advice. And uh, we wanted to give you a minute to say something. Yeah, um, Connie helped me a lot in my career. Um, I think more than people realize, she was she's such a strong female, and that's what she taught me to be in radio. And she was always giving me the best advice. And one of the last things she said to me when I left was that she said, "Go get them, babe." Because she always knew that's what I wanted to be was in radio. And one thing I remember when I was just first starting out, I was an intern, part-time promotions assistant. I was working like another part-time job. So I was working quite a bit. And um, I told Connie always knew if something was wrong. She was so good at that. And she'd be like, vent to me. Tell me what's going on. And I was just so exhausted from working jobs, but I didn't want to seem weak or anything like that to my boss and say, I need a day off or anything like that. Yeah. So Connie, she was like, let me talk to Tom. I'll handle it. Cause I just need that one day off. Cause I was working so much. So the next day Tom comes to me at Tom was our old boss, Tom cook. And he's like, so we got you an extra day off. So we, that we, we got funny. you an extra day off. <laughs> that's <laughs> not him. That's me. And the deep Tom voice. He's like, so uh, think we were able to get you a day off. I like her that little deep voice. It's like the little kid in the school play yeah. that plays the adult lead. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, I love her you, Her Tom Bethany. impression is great. Yeah. Can you do a Tom for me one more time, please? Uh, so we got you that day off. <laughs> <laughs> That's spot on. That's spot on. And Bethany, uh, you are so wonderful, and I know that Connie really thought you were the greatest. Uh, you were, I love her. Uh, yeah, and and she loved you as well. And uh, I, I want to thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your busy sleep schedule to call in. <laughs> uh, and but and when the phones are blowing up over here, so we got to talk to some other people. But thank you so very very much. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. I love you guys. Love you. Hey, Bethany, it's Tom. I love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, honey. Uh, Sarah, we're gonna talk. Sarah, we're gonna talk to you real quick. Uh, If you could do me a favor, turn your radio down. Um, BT's on deck. Connie, Connie, and Fish. Connie, uh, I believe, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong here, I do a little bit of a head cold today. Connie made sure to kick her leg up when you kissed. I did, just like in the movie. Oh, right, in the back, yeah. right next yeah. to the dumpster, at Mason Junior High. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dumpster. So real fancy. Straight out of Hollywood, that kiss. <laughs> Seriously. Connie and Fish on Mix 95.7. <laughs> Have you met Rob? You should look at him. He's on Mix957GR.com. It's only going to be sunny because I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> the weather will still be gray, but I will be sunny. Yeah. <laughs> sunny is his only fans page, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. actually. How much does that cost? Sunny Rob. <laughs> $3 a month. <laughs> You're a cheap one. Why is that a cheap one? I really don't know. I think the standard is nine ninety nine. <laughs> oh, so how much was yours? Mine's yeah. three. No, yeah. Christine's. Yeah. Oh. Hers is like That's 19. premium. <laughs> yeah. How does she know the price, by the way, I of the know. OnlyFans? I mean, I know why you do, Rob. She's making extra money on the oh. side. She's selling her shoes. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, you know, uh, Christine and Rob are fans uh, of OnlyFans. I'm actually a fan <laughs> of Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you today? 
I'm good. And you guys? Oh, we're doing. We're doing. We're honoring yeah. Connie. We've been talking to a lot of old bosses today. Uh, we talked to a guy earlier that sounded like he was in Silence of the Lambs. That was Tom. And we've had a, a great conversation <laughs> with a bunch of people. He's rubbing a lotion <laughs> on the skin. Uh, you're a big baby. Uh, anyway, uh, Sarah, uh, but we've been uh, sharing stories about Connie. And, and, we, and it's been serious. It's been up, down. There's been tears. Uh, Christine uh, uh, cries a little differently than Connie did on the air. Like when Connie would cry on the air, she would share it, Rob, with the audience. You know, like you would hear her crying. Uh Christine pulls away from the mic and covers her mouth. Like it's okay to cry on the air. It's okay. Uh, that's that's uh, having a couple. No, she's a she's a lady. Not that Connie wasn't. But uh, I'm yeah. I'm actually surprised to hear you say that about Christine and not Connie first. Because oh no, Connie was a woman. No, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. And what am I? A lady. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, what do you want to say? Um, well, I've been listening to Connie ever since she started in Grand Rapids, and I have fallen in love with her and fish and everybody there so you guys are definitely like family thanks yeah absolutely um but when i think of connie i just think she was just uh, her she was just a pioneer role model for women in male dominated industries and not just radio but you know everywhere she was a a no bs you know you bring something to the table hardworking. sorry not sorry Mm -hmm. you know boss babe yes and she, she was a force to be reckoned with and the award that she won, she could have won that a hundred times over with. Sarah's making reference you know, to the Gracie Award. It's yep. for women in yeah. uh, broadcasting. Yeah. yeah, it's actually one of the things uh, Dan and I uh, were talking about yesterday. How he was thinking, how what a great day he was telling me what a great day that was for her yeah. and for him when they got That's to go cool. to uh, get that award. Yeah, and she played it off like, oh, it's cool. I get to go to New York at least, but yeah. it meant a lot to her. Well, yeah. yeah, and that also, I mean, with even though she, you know. She had to have known how great she was because, you know, because of that. But at the same time, she was so humble and humane and understanding. And one of the memories that I have from listening to the show, and I might even choke up, um, is I remember when Secrets um, started or it was just a big day. And it started out fun-loving, and then a young girl had called in and said that she was contemplating suicide. And you guys pretty much stopped the show reached out and the whole show got directed to um you know suicide awareness and reaching out to this girl and to anybody that was in the audience and I remember that, that just showed that you know she was very much everyone had a story that you knew nothing about and just to show love and she appreciated everybody's story and that's so rare in people and that was i just felt like she lived her life you know, so intently and lived by that. And I just, I appreciated her for that. I remember that day and uh, um, the, the sad part, the sad part, Sarah, of your story. Uh, and, and, and the girl was okay. Uh, but the yeah. sad part of your story yeah. is that's not the first time that happened to Connie and I, mm-hmm. uh, that someone right. did that. A woman had done it years <laughs> prior uh, when we were at a different station in a different market. And, uh, it's 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 a tough thing to go through but if you're a good right. human if you're a good person which i believe you are which i believe i'll joke i'm not going to make the obvious joke and it's everybody's name but rob i mean it like we're all good humans uh you know even steve darn it, I did it. <laughs> uh, but we are all good humans and mm-hmm. and that's what you do and the thing about radio for connie as far as her job she is you are what you eat she is what she was, and she was a good human. 
and she worried yeah. for that person. Like I, I remember the first time, again, not the first time that happened to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember the first time that happened to us and management was like, what are you doing? Get this girl off the area. What, uh, what are you, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And they were freaking out. And we were like, we are not stopping. We are not playing, you know, if we play commercials, we're gonna talk to her off the air. We're not doing anything until we know this woman is it's safe. Okay. We ran a back trace, right. the cops went and saved this woman. And, and yeah. years later, she would proceed to thank Connie and I. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to also say, too, I still am in contact with the person she's referring to on the phone right now. Uh, okay. Her mom still reaches out to me and sends pictures of her daughter, and just everything's oh, going awesome. much better now. I wasn't on the air at that time. I was actually I think uh, Bethany I was, was on paternity leave. Yeah, Bethany, Bethany was filling in. It was in. scary for and Bethany. Bethany yeah. was the one that really took charge of that and, and helped uh, helped you guys track her down and get her back, get uh, try to figure everything out. So, I, yeah. Remember. Yeah. Was, yeah. I remember. I remember all that. Bethany, that. Bethany was amazing. Yeah, and it she was, was a day. And, and she was terrified uh, behind the scenes on that one. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, and, and normally I would just go, hey, we got to go and hang up on you and let you go. But is there one more, th- anything else you want to say? Because what you just, I, I, I totally forgot that moment. And, and I want to It was such a powerful yeah. moment. Here, yeah. Guys. And not that I forgot the girl, but I'm just saying there's so much. Yeah. 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 Just to bring it yeah. back, you're like, oh my God, that was, that was a yeah. crazy day. Because I remember like... it continued because I got a call and she mm-hmm. updated me and wanted me to like thank you guys. Like that was, it affected that. all of us that uh-huh. whole day. That was a very powerful day. Was. Is there anything else you want to say before I let you go? Um, just that I, I love the show and I love, you know, I love all of you and it's, it's been rough because it is like losing a family member, but you know, it's these shows and every day has, has really been, you know, and more inspiring and just kind of instills in everybody, you know, to continue with, you know, the legacy, the legacy that she had. And, you know, also if anyone is out there having a hard time, please just remember to reach out to whomever, a friend, a family member, the radio. Yeah. You know, there's there's family there, and there's always somebody there who will appreciate your story. Sarah, you are you are not not only uh, very eloquently spoken. Your heart is. Uh, this is the thing I've been describing, Dan, and the way he handled the last four months of less than four months of Connie's life after she was diagnosed. So Alicia's been picking on me because I keep saying it. You are beyond reproach. Uh, you are awesome, is what I'm trying to say. So if I said it wrong, I thank you because I didn't know what reproach meant. <laughs> reproach just did it. Not, like it means no. You I, are I think you said it right. The bomb, said... You're the bomb, diggity. You would understand, Rob. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, thank okay. you very much, Sarah, for that. Uh, look, uh, I can see uh, that we have BT. Do we need to talk to Dawn first, Steve? You're the producer back there. Uh, I, I, she's cool to, to wait. She said, okay. Because so. uh, BT is one of so BT is one of our bosses who still is involved with our company. And uh, is uh, currently, I'm assuming, uh, staring at his beautiful view from his wonderful from his home, wonderful home <laughs> in, in warm, Florida. warm Tampa, Florida. And BT, uh, how are you today, my friend? Do, do you really want to know? I mean, there's a guy polishing my boat right now on the boat lift. <laughs> you know what's funny? Rob had a guy polishing his boat yesterday. <laughs> yeah. uh, Things we have in common. Yeah. <laughs> so that I don't live on the water. But, but, but I have to say, this was the worst news for me starting off dry January. I mean, wow. Uh, and, you know, even when you know this is coming, uh, it doesn't make it e- any easier. And I know uh, all too well losing my dad last year. So, um, oh, yeah. But uh, what what a great talent. You know, and I only got to work with you guys just uh, under two years. But, uh, you know, Connie was just, just so, so special. You know, and um, 
I don't know if a lot of people realize, and we're, they're hearing a lot of stuff uh, behind the scenes. And, you know, I always felt like I was a really big champion for the show. And, you know, and this is what's sad sure. is that we were trying to get you guys in, in other cities. And the day she went to the hospital was our big meeting where mm-hmm. we were finally going to get you on in other cities besides Grand Rapids. I don't think I've said that. I might have said it yesterday. I can't remember if I've said that. But, uh, again, uh, they call it, uh, Christine calls it, uh, normally you would say behind the curtain, Christine calls it lifting the skirt of the show, <laughs> which I think is weird, uh, maybe because she's a lady. Behind the scenes of the show, uh, actually, the day, and, and I'm not going to get too into the behind the scenes of that day that Connie went to the hospital, uh, but that, that less than less than 12 hours after she was told there's cancer, there's something wrong, and then uh, they didn't know it was stage four yet. But less than 12 hours, um, she actually, uh, uh, we were going to be on the phone with BT as well as people uh, far above all of us about that syndication thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was weird, and Connie had a very hard time with that. So she she definitely did. But go on, BT. No, and it. uh <laughs> It's so weird to actually have come back to work with this radio station and work with you guys. I, I think I told you before. Hell, I was on 95.7 way before you guys in the 80s. I picked up wife number one there. So uh, <laughs> I love you, BT, because I can set I, my I, clock. I just have to throw a little humor in there. Or I'm going to start crying again. And no, I know. Uh, which I have been during all the shows this week. I don't, I don't know how you two are doing it. And, Rob, good to hear you on the, on the air as well. Thank you. Good to be here. Rob, Rob, Rob will tell you during COVID, we'd have meetings, and I would start with, uh, and you know, the more wine I was drinking, the funnier the calls would get. You know, as we're trying to get things done during COVID. So. Oh yeah, it's it's been a well, it was a heck of a year. Now that we go into the new year, but uh, and and BT, Connie and I uh, always, you know, I mean, you you can. There's something about this man, and and and, and, and again, when I say this, I mean this with love. But you can, and I really do, you could set your clock to BT. You could set your clock to him. Like, if I were to, I don't know, think of something about you, BT, if you heard this. (laughs) uh, I can hear it. Yeah. What would your, uh, what would you think about this guy right here? Darius Rucker from Hootie? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, Darius and I are buddies, man. (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm not, but my favorite part, so BT, my favorite story, and I want to tell you how you provided a laugh for Connie. Uh, When Connie was diagnosed with cancer, uh, the radio is a pretty large but small community. Yeah. And... uh, Connie's diagnosed with cancer, and it went right around the same time it got announced. Um, oh, hold on, BT. Here you go. Okay, there you go. Okay, anyway, right around the same time Connie is diagnosed with cancer, the radio people that run radio, essentially like websites just for radio people, yeah. are writing a story about Connie. And an old friend of BT's by the name of Joel Denver and I are on the phone talking. And, I, and I'm like... Uh, yeah, my uh, my boss, uh, he's got kind of a promotion within the company. He's doing a lot more with our company. Uh, got a promotion within the company. I don't know if you've ever knew BT. Hand to God, <laughs> BT, this is what Joel Denver said. Oh, my God. 
do you know, and he wasn't dogging you, do you know he took stations to number one in New York City? When I would go visit him in his office, he had the best wine. And <laughs> by the way, he golfed with Darius Rucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hand to God. Connie loved that. And Connie loved that. And when I told her that story, she laughed so, so hard. And I want to thank you for coming on the show uh, today and really uh, talking about it. Uh, you, I mean, you gave her that. Yeah, uh, you know, one, one of my fondest memories, it's even sad that we, we have this, this, this thought that at one point, Connie didn't want to renew her contract with the radio station. And so I thought, you know, I'm trying to get this done. And so we go over to Leo's and, you know, I start having Bloody Mary's and I probably was three to one on what, uh, because, you know, and it was probably three to one right now. (laughs) (laughs) Dry January, man. Dry January. January. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And and so, uh, you know, we're going through the whole list. And, uh, you know, sadly, it wasn't one thing that we had to fix. There was a whole list of things that had to get done for that new contract. But uh, that was just a fun day, and I was I was so bummed that we didn't get to do that more often. And uh, was. I do have to send that message out to all the bartenders in Grand Rapids. Sorry, I'm in Florida, guys. That's why your business is off. <laughs> <laughs> People have been, been saying the pandemic. It's all, there. <laughs> it's all BT. <laughs> Don, I wish that BT, when he was our boss, and thanks, BT, for coming on the show. I love you, man. Uh, I wish that uh, when BT was our boss, he had made it so you could hear our station when you're on hold. I don't know why you <laughs> I can't. know, right? Uh, but that being said, uh, what did you want to say about our dear Connie, who we lost? We've been going, uh, emotions are up and down all over the place today. Christine and I have cried, laughed, and urinated more than anybody in the market. So, <laughs> what do you want to say, Don, about Connie, who we lost uh-huh. Monday? I had called in a few years ago when you guys were doing the Connie and Chris, uh, Connie and Fish Christmas Kids, because um, I was a foster kid growing up. I remember you yeah. actually now, yeah. Yeah, um, I was actually calling in to thank you guys for what you do because, as a foster kid, you, that is one time of the year. I mean, there's many days that are not happy, but that's definitely one of the days of the year that you just really do feel less insignificant and you just don't feel like you really have a place in the world and when you get a gift you're like hey somebody really does care and it's somebody that i don't know and it makes you have hope and it makes you feel like you know maybe something will be okay i was taking the time to thank you guys for what you do and connie actually took a moment to tell me that she was sorry that that's how i had grown up and that she was sorry for what i had experienced and i said this isn't about me i'm thanking you Um, but my feelings to Connie were still valid and she wanted to also appreciate and I guess, you know, make me aware of the fact that, you know, what I went through was not what I should have gone through. And even though she appreciated the thanks, um, she wanted me to know that she also, you know, felt bad for what I was going through and she wanted me to know that I was loved and cared for, um, so that's just, I feel, a reflection of who she was. Even at times that you were trying to thank her or trying to give you guys honor and thanks for what you were doing, she also, you know, made sure that, you know, you yourself were also honored, thanked, and loved as well. And that was and, no BS about her, Dawn, and, and that's truly no, the way she felt. Connie was adopted. Uh, you know, Connie, um, again, we're talking about Connie, who lost her battle with cancer Monday at 218. Connie of Connie and Fish. Connie of uh, this station, Connie of this area, Connie of ConnieFish.com, Connie of sister to John, Mark, Teresa, you know, daughter to Mary and John. 
and uh, mm-hmm. with her dad right now, I hope. But she was adopted because her sister wanted a little sister. So mom and dad thought about it and adopted Connie. There's a little oh, more wow. to the story, but, uh, you know, a little bit. This one's private. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. kind of be like, right, right. really fish. But, Dawn, I just I wanted to thank you for that call. I wanted to uh, tell you I appreciate it. As far as calls go, I'm gonna let, we're going to let Rob make an executive decision here to see how he works on the fly as a, a boss, if okay. you will. <laughs> Uh, We're putting do, you to the test, Rob. Right? This I is it. Do, this is your interview. I can do one of two things right now, Rob. And both of them are going to end up with me. Uh, Shutting the hell up. That's what Doug would say. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of them is I can play Connie's call when she called in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other is I can play a fun Connie and Fish moment. What do you think as a Arby's key holder manager, <laughs> what we called you yesterday, we should do right now? Oh, I think we should do the call. You want to do the call? Yeah. All right. This is the call from Connie. Uh, this is when she would call, come on the air. She would announce that she had stage four cancer. Steve has removed that part of it. Uh, and really, uh, this this really crushed you, Steve, to put together. Yeah, this was rough. This is, uh, she knew that this was probably going to be the last time yeah. that she was going to call into the show. So yeah. she said her goodbyes and her thank yous. And yeah. And let me say this too. Everybody who is, reached out on messenger you guys are amazing i'm sorry i haven't gotten back i don't i i just it's pure i just haven't had the i haven't had the strength people understand connie that's just the only one i feel rude but thank you no because it's like hundreds (laughs) and i feel like i should but i just don't have i'm resting the phone on a pillow right now because i don't want to hold it i just want to thank everybody for i mean never in everyday life, you never know what's coming your way. Just in everyday life, when you're healthy and you're happy and everything might be busy and crazy around you, you don't know what's coming. You never know. But I get the opportunity to know. And even though it's not what I wanted it to be, I get my opportunity to tell everybody that I love them and thank all of our listeners who have been with us the whole entire time through this whole show that we've been doing for so many years. And uh, in case something happens to me, between now and the next time we talk, I appreciate everybody who's ever tuned in, and and I especially appreciate you, Fish. Thanks, honey. And Steve and Christine, you know I love you guys. Yeah, we love yeah, you too. She course. didn't mean it for you too. She meant <laughs> yeah. it for me. <laughs> but we know, I love you guys, and I love our listeners, and oh, just know that. It's I, I consider myself lucky that I get to say goodbye to everybody and I get to have time to tell everybody how much they mean to me. So everybody who has anything to do with our radio career, I, I love you and I appreciate it. And it's been it's been a, an interesting, <laughs> fun, crazy crazy career. It's been amazing. So remember when if we for some reason we don't get to talk again. 
Love you, Connie. So there's a point <laughs> in that call. We're all like, you're so right. great idea, Rob. Yeah, I know. No wonder you're not a manager. <laughs> uh, there's a point Jeez. in that call with Connie. Uh, I have a unique radio brain, so like, uh, uh, there is. I mean, since BT was like all like saying stuff that I couldn't believe he said, which was cool. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, that's what this yeah. week's about. Uh, but there was a point uh, about two and a half weeks ago. Uh, it was the Friday before uh, Christmas. Uh, so whenever that was. Anyway, because I know Steve's probably going to want to correct me on that point. Where So in my brain, I can see where we're going and it, because Connie taught me. Mm-hmm. And I can see where we're going and I can see it ahead. And there was a moment when we were saying goodbye for the year and Christine was watching, Christine and I are doing the show. And I kind of, and I don't know if she even noticed this, but I was kind of twitched or whatever. And then we and wrapped up the show and I went, oh my God, I almost just quit live on the air. Uh, because I'm just, this has been a lot for wow. me. And I was afraid, I yeah, I was afraid this was coming. And I know you know as well, Steve, because uh, he told me I should quit, which I thought was weird. <laughs> uh, but no, he didn't. Uh, he wants but, his uh, name on the sign. Yeah, you know, right? <laughs> but there's that moment. And in that, and the, man, and the only reason I'm telling you this story is in that call, there's a point where I say she didn't mean it with you, uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen Christine, when she said she loved you. And that's the point in that call I figured out what she was doing. Right. Yeah. Because she was so far. So I think far ahead for what we do. She was so much farther ahead than I was. Yeah. I didn't even see it till she said that. And that's when I made the joke to kind of. And Steve left the little clip of me trying to be a little bit funny at the end as well because I was trying to like no 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 yeah you're yeah. not done yet slow your roll baby girl because that, that, that was October that was the end of October mm-hmm. was when yeah. that call happened yeah and and she would never uh, be on the air again so uh, we we love her we miss her uh, we'll share some more of Connie uh, and if you want to see a lot more of Connie uh, you can do it on the station's website but we're gonna get more into Connie just a little bit more and then we're gonna wrap the show up for the day. Uh, the station's website is mix957gr.com. And tomorrow, uh, sweet, sweet D, credit where credit is. And I, I'm sure he would have been on the air today, but he's not an on the air guy. So I didn't even invite him because I, I did ask him one day if he kind of casually, like, unless you want to come on the show. And he That's was like, shocking because he one time told me he could do a better show than I did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Rob, I've heard your show. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people can do yeah. a better show. I, I listen to you every afternoon right here on Mix 95.7. Uh, but anyway, uh, thanks to uh, and Rob and, and the people behind the scenes and, and Mel. Um, thanks to them. Tomorrow we are going to have a four-hour-long dance party in honor of Connie. There'll be no more, I mean, you know, we're probably not even going to do calls. Uh, there might be some stories here and there, but not much. It's going to be a four-hour, we're going to be here, but it's going to be a four-hour-long dance party. Okay, we're going to wrap up the, we have a tradition, Christine, that you really hate this week, the way we wrap up the show. Oh, yeah. What is it? With goodbye. Yeah, bye. Night Ranger. Good job. She's Are like, you? Real quick, before I want to, I had a. And we're not doing that yet. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I have a message from Tom that he wanted to give to you. Oh, okay. And you Cut him off. Oh, I, I did. <laughs> no, but he, because uh, he just texted me. He said he wanted to compliment you on how you've handled this week. That you've put on a master class of doing a great connective show while navigating sadness, tears, emotion, and the mechanics of the show. And he says, which we all know, Tom and a compliment. Yeah. Seriously, Amazing. great work, Fish. Is 
I will send this to you so you have that. Ask forever. him if he could send it to upper management. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could he send it to them to show my canal? Yeah. Anyway, let's have a little Connie joy. Here you go. Connie, Connie, and Fish. This is no joke. My yeah. biological mother saw my biological father in a bar on my 21st birthday. 21st birthday. And told him that he was a dad to a 21-year-old. Connie was adopted. You have not never met him. No his joke. Dad. No, he had no idea. She had wow. never told him. Yeah, they shipped her off because that was 1968. Yeah, and the next thing you know, he just ran for governor. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a lie. <laughs> Bill Shooty's your dad? <laughs> I'm not going to say who the dad is, but they have very similar hair. Connie and Fish. On Mix 95.7. Log on to Mix957GR.com. Tomorrow at this time we'll be doing the end of a four-hour dance party. First time in Connie and Fish history. Can your Hamburger. legs handle that? Can my legs? Yes. It's okay. my pelvis. <laughs> it's the fish flick. Have you never seen the fish flick? I haven't. That's why I'm asking really? if you, you can, have, if you you can handle come four by, hours. Come this. by tomorrow. I'll show you from a distance. <laughs> from a distance. For sure. Okay. I see the way you look at me like I look at a cookie. Uh, so we've been uh, we've been having uh, great uh, fun ups and downs, and we've been ta- we've talked to... Uh, Almost every manager we've ever had today. We didn't get a chance to talk to all of them. And if those are listening online or you're listening to the podcast or wherever you may be listening, um, yeah, I'm sorry. If you want to come on, you can always come on, and we'll slow down the show tomorrow for that. Uh, if, but we've been asking for Connie impacts. And I wanna, I wanted to wrap the show up today and because we are going to be going here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Sweet, sweet D's like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> talk like, too much. It's a nice motion. It's a nice emotion, but it's like, come on, man, three days. <laughs> But uh, she deserves more, so uh, but this is good. And, and Sweet Sweetie's been great. Anyway, yeah. and I'm not really just saying that uh, because if I didn't get like my dad, uh, especially now. Uh, so anyway, we've been doing all this stuff this week, and uh, you've been uh, people have been asking about what can I do in honor of Connie. So there was a point where they asked me that. Uh, we wanted the, the, the higher-ups in our company – via Sweet Sweet D, and, or D said it for the company, I don't know. What charity does Connie love? What moves her the most? Is mm-hmm. it Gilda's Club? She loves Gilda's Club. Mm-hmm. Loves Gilda's Club. And I'm not just saying that she does. Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, something with cancer? Is it a woman's thing? Is it, you know, we know that she likes the foster kids. Or What's one that really moves her? And one that moved us, both of us, uh, the whole time, is Make-A-Wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started Make a Wish with Connie and Fish uh, when we were in Jackson, Mississippi, mm-hmm. with Pop Tart, which is weird because we you guys were just wishing to get out of Jackson, Mississippi, and then we did, and then we did. That's when they were fat and sweaty. Yeah, thanks. For, Man, she is always yeah. the one that brings that it, right? kind of stuff up, isn't she? Because she a chubby chaser. <laughs> I tr- I know. Yeah, so, I know. Uh, we got it. We got an email from a member, uh, someone that works with Make a Wish, and and it said, "I'm half of." Uh, it was to me earlier, but it's it's in reference to Connie. Says on behalf of the Make a Wish team, we are so sorry to hear about Connie's passing, and we send our deepest condolences. I've been a longtime fan and listener of your show, and I feel the void of having Connie in my morning. My heart goes out to you, your staff, and to Connie's husband Dan. We appreciate and are touched that Connie supports Make a Wish, and still continue to make an incredible impact on our mission of granting wishes to children facing critical illnesses. We have something to send Dan and to you as well. What's the best way to get a hold of it? And, and, and I'll reply. Ellie, thank you. Uh, that means a lot. It meant a lot to Connie to help kids. So, uh, you know, if you go to the station's website, you can see all the stuff, and there's links, and it's Make-A-Wish. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's specific, but just so you know, 
and it wasn't just children, but there are specific charities in each market we ever worked in that moved Connie. You know, they're just they're, they just were. Right. And, and Connie moved many people. Like uh, Becky's on the phone, and Becky, you're gonna be our last call today because we got to get going. Okay. Um. Well, she moved me in a lot of ways because whenever I was going through a really rough time with whatever, I listened to her and with her laugh that helped me get through a lot of things these last couple of months. <laughs> yeah. It's been, it's, it's yeah. been really tough, Becky. And, uh, and thank you. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's really, uh, uh, it's uh, her laugh is, uh, yeah, and it's so funny, Steve. I'm like, why didn't we make her laugh sometime? And just even and not in thinking she would someday get cancer and pass Connie. Uh, but just in general, like, <laughs> right. Like I there, love her that's, laugh. That's good isolation of it, but why didn't we just get her laugh? I don't know why we never did that. I know. Every time I, I, I scoured a bunch of stuff, and it's it's my obnoxious laugh on top of hers, or you're making a comment underneath her laugh, Talking. trying to keep it, yeah, to trying to keep the laugh going or whatnot. And there's just nothing that's just Connie that I'd be able to find. If anybody could point anything out to me or, or mention a bit where that they remember her laugh, I, I'll try to isolate it. But, yeah, it's... Yeah, I would love to grab. Get, see if he wants to go on the air, Rob. Go get him. That's sweet, sweet D. Who's probably saying, "Get the hell off the air." <laughs> Do you want to go on the air? Will you ask him if we he'll go on the air? Do you want to go on the air? You want to go on the no, air? You're, good. Li- no. you're good. Oh, you just were on the air, so you might as well keep yep, going. You're on the air now. He doesn't like to be on the air. Okay, okay he's right there. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't okay. want to be on the air. He doesn't. And that, and Connie loved Doug. <laughs> Connie loved picking on sweet, sweet D. And as far as the laugh goes, Steve, like we were just talking about, yeah, you know, I made her laugh a lot. Actually, uh, D was a, a is a great guy. We bust his chops a little bit because he deserves, mm-hmm. he, de- he deserves it. He deserves it. Well, in in fairness, he gives it right back. To yeah. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> he saw Connie and Dan out. Dan loves Doug. Uh, they they Dan and Doug have something in common, and it, and it starts with slots and ends with machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he saw them out. And uh, they, he was chatting with them. Was it at them. Gun Lake? Yeah, it was, it was right at the casino. They're right at the casino. And he walks up to Dan, and he's talking to Connie. And this was when we were, had parted. We had inherited a BT who was on earlier. Mm-hmm. And he sees him, and he's like, uh, Connie, how you doing? How you doing? And she's like, oh, Doug, it was great. it's great to see you. I, I hear Fish sees you sometimes because you're on the elliptical while he's playing racquetball at the same gym. And Doug says to her, I gotta be honest with you. I saw his fat butt out there, and I'm like, those guys are younger than him. He's pretty fast for a fat ginger. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, Doug. So, in case you think Doug doesn't have a heart, there it is. All right. Okay. Uh, every day this week, including an Unlimited Two, tomorrow we will be ending the show with this. Uh, it's a song that Connie and I would play when we left every market. Uh, it was like our last day on the air as we left, and no matter what the format was, we were working. It's by a band called Night Ranger. The song is Goodbye. This is for my friend and sister. Connie, we love you. Back in a minute. Is the sun
think it's over right here, Christine, right? Everybody does. Everyone thinks it's over right here. But guess but what, it's Rob? Not. It's not. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> that was Connie's favorite thing to do. Uh, it's the psych out. The reason we played this song, somebody texted in and said, why would you guys play this song when you left a market? And I'm like, well, there's two reasons. First reason is obviously what the message of the song is. Right. Second message is, because Connie used to get a kick out of the fact that I was a failed bass player and I could barely play bass. <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, my brother taught me how to play this song on bass guitar is the first thing he ever taught me. And Connie would always get a kick out of reminding me that I sucked at bass. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I thought it was because you guys couldn't get fired because you were leaving. No, so. no, no, no. <laughs> I wish we were that good at looking. It always looked like we were that intelligent, but really, really we just get lucky. I did like a, you know, uh, Steve, since the theme of today, uh, talking to Connie's old managers and uh, my old managers as well and uh, reconnecting with them seems to be like... Uh, you know, they, may, they were different, they were unique, but I just you finally have to trust them and just let it go. And right. They seem to know what they're doing. Earlier, we went to a, earlier we went to a, uh, <laughs> a commercial, uh, like a commercial break. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just like threw right, flew right in there. And Rob looks at me like, damn, <laughs> that was a solid tease <laughs> and, good break, and a great break, like great job. And I go, dude, I, I accidentally, accidentally, I accidentally hit, the hit the button. It wasn't <laughs> to go to break. Like, we need to work on getting you a raise. Yeah. <laughs> he was all excited. And... All right, log on to Mix957GR.com. I, I love you guys for supporting this station. So did Connie. Tomorrow, four-hour dance party. Yes. Rob, if you want to wake up early and come in again tomorrow, you can, but... I might. I might. You're always welcome, brother. I might have to help hold you guys up after four hours. Yeah, yeah. right. Have a good day at work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Muffin down, get out of your car, and go to work! Now it's the Connie and Mitch Show, all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Good what kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me dub you Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up! I don't wanna get up.